0: Hello. Excuse me. I was drinking water. Thank you. <laughs> well, it just sounds like you're drowning on the other end. <laughs> That's what happens when you're Sorry, on the open. That's us, what happens um...
1: when you eat a devil fruit and you set sail on the open seas and accidentally walk off a boat um, and just fucking die and drown because. <laughs> oh god! But... I, I can't swim because of. Route. because plot convenience <laughs> i i can't i can't i can't uh swim because i'm made of rubber and i'm pretty sure how rubber did that happen swim anyways
2: so. <laughs> lol A- hey uh, A- matt hey A- matt you're made of rubber how did that happen
1: I refuse to continue this. I'm your host, Matt you AKA AKA jump, jump. I, I'm your host, Matt, aka Legion Rex. Uh with me I have my uh not nearly as not nearly as likely to drown co-host, Shane, aka the Beater One. How you doing today, Shane?
0: We refuse to ref- make any reference at all to the horrendous four kids dub <laughs> of One Piece on this Christian Funimation podcast. Spencer, can you, you can take your me? shit
2: and leave. I have been, four kids taught me wrong. Four kids, four kids did several did,
0: things wrong.
1: Speaking of teaching, uh, uh, speaking of that, uh, we have our other co-host Spencer. How are you doing today, Spencer?
2: I'm doing good. Uh, I got a, a lot of sleep. I have my dog laying beside me. I have a nice can of throwback Mountain Dew, Holy and I'm fuck, ready to talk about, Yeah, I'm, and I'm ready to talk about an anime that I that just started watching. The first time ever. So
0: yeah. Well, we're going to be talking hey. about it twice today because we're going to be talking yeah. about it twice. We're going to be talking about
1: uh, because uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got cybercast to talk about. We got some news. We have, of course, our featured anime of the podcast, which you can very clearly see is something that none of us have been able to shut up about for the past couple of weeks, and that's mm-hmm. one piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we're gonna. But of course, we're gonna get started with uh, the the uh, we're gonna get started with our journey through Shane's one piece uh catch up uh one Piece is ca- uh same as one piece catch up journey how you do uh
0: you watched a lot <laughs> i mean last that's checked. to be expected at this point because i'm a fucking yeah. man yeah last Where... time we checked you stopped at ennis lobby uh i think i think last time we were to last time we did the podcast i think i was just past the post any's lobby stuff so i just got into the ace blackbeard fight
1: yeah yeah, you had just gone to the Ace Blackbeard fight. So we have a quite a bit to talk about. Uh, we have a quite a bit of a couple arcs to talk about. Let's talk about the first one that you watched, which was Ice Hunter. <laughs> uh, Moving on. Uh, it sucks. Uh, there, there we go. It's not
0: good. <laughs>
1: uh, it pretty
0: much sucks. Uh, then there's uh, right afterwards, we had Thriller Bark. Thriller Bark, uh, which that was exactly what I was expecting, especially coming off of Annie's Lobby, which was... Super heavy in terms of tone. Uh, Thriller Bark was basically what I wanted, which was some stupid, schlocky horror fun uh, that had some very uh, key points in it for setting things up later on. Uh, It also introduced Brooke to the crew, who Uh, is a a skeleton man who sings and wants to see women's panties. And boy, is he great.
1: I love Brooke. I love Brooke. Brooke I love him so much. Uh, fucking he's one of my favorites and he is absolutely hilarious and fucking he's also a badass as you mm-hmm. will clearly play- see later uh and he 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 is a dandy man uh or he's a dandy skeleton and his backstory is wonderfully depressing fucking sad yeah i cried uh, his- <laughs> Uh, I also love how like unlike most people who's like uh, like, I want them to join my crew and everyone's like nah I don't want to do this Brooke immediately uh, Luffy immediately sees him asks him to join the crew and Brooke is like aha I will yeah alright <laughs> and, and so like yeah, Brooke man, is just part of the straw hats now yep. and and it's great like he's absolutely great Yeah, um, A- ev-
0: every time he's on screen he commands the scene and he's He's fucking just a joy to watch. Yeah,
1: and then you got Gecko Moria as the
0: villain. Gecko Moria, mm-hmm. one of the seven warlords. Uh he's i. <laughs> he's i. He can control shadows. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, he's got the
1: shadow uh, shadow fruit. Uh, but I think the real standout of that arc is everything with Zoro. It is mm-hmm. Absolutely everything with Zoro. Because uh, uh, is-
0: he has his defining moment in Thriller Bark, which is uh.
1: Ooh, it's something. It is something, and I love it. Uh, and it he also, it... sorry, go uh, on. No, he also he also gets Susue, too. Uh, yeah, he gets his new
0: sword from the 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 dead samurai from Wano, which <laughs> Wano. Anyway, and
1: uh, fucking it makes you impatient for Wano. Uh, but uh, I've been impatient from
0: yeah. Wa- I've been patient for Wano since the start. That's the whole reason I'm doing this fucking. Thing, because I want to get to
1: Wano, and it's just teasing you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Thriller Bark's pretty great. Thriller Bark uh, slaps. Yeah, and then we get to the big Summit War Saga, which is a bunch of arcs mm-hmm. that arc uh, that a bunch of arcs talking about that stuff. Uh, so, uh Sabodi, uh, Sabodi, what the fuck you say?
0: Sabodi Archipelago. Uh, That's it.
1: Uh, which is uh, a which is the big. Uh, turning point arc, yeah, uh, of course, and then you got uh, uh fucking it. it is Amazon Lily impel down and then Marine Four. We're gonna talk about this all in one go. There's a lot to talk about yeah. here with this stuff. So, uh, anything that stood out to you from these, like this saga, pretty much,
0: like this uh, is- Marine What's Four it? is the best arc so far. Fuck mm-hmm. everyone. <laughs> I love this goddamn arc. It. <laughs> Basically, this is exactly what I told you as I was watching it. Um, it's basically Any's lobby on a much grander scale, and Any's lobby was already my favorite. So, uh-huh. hey. <laughs> but no, Marine Ford is like peak One Piece right now um, because it has it has everything I want in a good One Piece arc. It's got nonstop action. It's got profound character moments. It's got Scenes that'll make you cry like a little baby bitch. And boy, did I do that because this is the arc where the big spoiler that everyone knows, so I'm just going to come out and say it, Ace fucking dies. And, Uh. ah, I knew it was coming because, of course, everyone knows that this happens. It's one of those big spoilers that just everyone knows about. Boy, I was not ready for that, though, Uh, because it hit me like a fucking truck.
1: Yeah,
0: uh... It's, it's fucking, uh,
1: fucking, you're not ready for it when it happens and you're just like, ah, Um, ah, and then everything fucking, um, yeah, Marineford, probably one of my favorites. Uh, always has been, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: fucking, but everything lead up to that too. Impel Down's great too. Yeah, Impel Down is great, even though I feel like it's a bit dragged out in some places. The anime, it's
1: more dragged out in the anime. They add more, there's more filler and yeah, stuff. that's it. what I thought. Uh, the anime, uh, fucking in that manga, it moves in a clip. Uh, and it also has fucking Magellan, who's cool as fuck. Yeah, Magellan's,
0: uh, Magellan is the perfect antagonist for that arc, and his powers whip shit. Cause I, yeah, uh, I have a soft spot for, like, purple poison shit, so when yeah. he fucking turns into a poison man, and he's got the fucking serpents, I'm like, yeah, this yeah.
1: is my jam. There's really Some a character
2: the, called Magellan.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's the head of Impel Down, which is a, which is the high space, the high security pirate prison where like the most notorious pirates go. And uh, it's underwater, so yeah. Um, which is also uh, because a lot of these also have devil fruits. Which, devil fruits,
2: so they could they can't just yeah, so they, they real
0: can't real. escape very easily because they're underwater. So.
1: Um, but okay, uh, but, uh, I, this, uh, but this but uh, this saga also introduces two of my personal favorite characters, one of which is Rayleigh. Ah, um, uh, yes, who, Dark King Rayleigh, who is who was Gold D. Rogers' uh, first mate. Yeah, um, basically the Zoro to, uh, to basically his version of Zoro, and he's great. Uh, teaches Luffy about
0: hockey. Hockey. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> shane loves hockey that's how it, i react every time hockey shows up especially mm-hmm. in that chunk the summer war leading up to the time skip because they're up until that point hockey has just been mentioned in passing but once they get into the summer war stuff starting with like saba odi hockey becomes yeah. more and more prominent and they start teasing you more and i'm like can we just get to hockey please because this shit's cool yeah fuck it. get uh... Uh, hockey's great, but of course- and of course- uh, the Rayleigh's
1: great, uh, love his design, and I love how the fact that he beats the shit out of Kizaru. Uh, yeah,
0: he just fucking- Kizaru's gonna kick the shit out of everyone, he just flies, he's like, no bitch. Who, by <laughs> he the way, Kizaru- fights
1: him. <laughs> Kizaru is
0: broken, mm-hmm. uh, fucking- uh, he's a man- he's a light man. He's made out of light, which means he can move at the speed of light, and also his attacks can too, so-
1: yeah so <laughs> how do you beat him i don't and oh and he's low it's a logia fruit too so no more attacks just can't hurt him yeah so uh which means that he is a which means he's a broken piece of garbage but of course i think i think the big one for summit or at least for me for introducing is hancock
0: of course uh,
1: it introduces hancock who's one of my favorite characters in the entire series
0: pirate empress uh, hancock who is 100 percent Bay. Uh, I- Shane didn't like her at first, uh, because she hey, kicked can, a can, I mean, can you blame me? Because her introduction is, like, oh, this, this bitch. Like, the yeah. first time she's on screen, she kicks a fucking puppy, and I'm like, okay, bitch. She literally kicks a puppy, like... She, she's nah. like, who put this fucking puppy in my way? And then just beats the shit out of it. And I'm like, can it, you blame it, me? Like, and it's like, wow, this bitch, but
1: then... She's actually like fucking adorable. She's fucking and I so love-
0: cute. Especially once she starts interacting with Luffy and she's like, Oh man, maybe men aren't bad. At least this one isn't. Yeah. Yeah, and then
1: she thinks that and then Luffy and then the time goes on and now she can't even look at Luffy.
0: Yeah. Without fucking losing her shit. <laughs> it's it's gotten to the point where she can't even like look in Luffy's direction. Without like completely shutting down, and it's the funniest <laughs> shit.
1: It's fucking, uh, fucking. She is so thirsty, it, for Luffy. right? Like this is the thirstiest like, bitch. Fucking, I'm pretty sure she lives on an island of only women. So, I'm pretty sure that when she saw that, that, that's part of the reason why when she sees Luffy, she's just like,
2: ah,
0: a, a strong, confident, powerful man. Who don't take no one's shit and also has a stretchy penis. Okay. And um, I'm what? not I'm not the bad guy for bringing that up because there's a fucking joke in the show where they're like, oh, we don't know this is a man. What's this mushroom between his leg her legs? We can't get it out. And they're just hugging oh, yeah, they on Luffy's dick. dick. Oh, yeah, I forgot they stretch his dick. Fucking Luffy uh, gets a hand job um, in the fucking Amazon Lily sauna. And it's like What?
2: <laughs> Yeah, that happens. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll
0: I'll explain this. He eats a poisonous mushroom that starts growing mushrooms on his body. They don't know. They don't know he's a man. They think he's a woman, so they bring her back and start giving her him care, taking all the mushrooms off. And they notice one between his legs, and because they don't know he's a man, they just think it's another mushroom. So they start tugging on it, but it won't come off. And Luffy's like, "That's my dick." So Luffy just gets jacked off.
1: Fucking uh it's fucking funny. <laughs> it's it's something, alright. Uh Amazon Lily is a weird arc, uh but uh fucking it's also great. Mm-hmm. Um Then then it's Fishman, which is I uh fucking Well you forget you forgot the post war stuff. Oh yeah, the post war stuff. Oh yeah, there is the post war stuff. Sabo but, Yeah, Sabo's
2: there. Uh, oh, fucking, oh. Uh, Sabo so, comes
0: back. That's okay, where he's introduced. Uh, it's oh, where he's, he's introduced. Okay, he's introduced,
2: he's introduced he's in int-
0: flashback. So
2: he that's my favorite flashback. character.
1: And I love the post-war stuff. And I also love how the old, the old, the others. They also show what the other straw hats are doing mm-hmm. as well.
0: Uh, even, I- even though I will say that I wasn't super interested in what the rest of the crew was doing because at that point they were getting into. Luffy's relationship with Rayleigh, and they were starting his training because I was invested in that shit. So when it cut to the rest of the crew just doing whatever the fuck they were doing, I'm like, okay, this is cool, but can we go? Can we go back, please?
1: Yeah, can we go back? Uh, Fucking, but uh, some of the stuff that other stuff that people are doing are great, like fucking Zoro's training with Mihawk. Yeah, Zoro's training with fucking Mihawk. Yeah, Mihawk on Muggy uh, Island. Fuck, fucking, Frankie blows up one of Vega Pug's fucking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking labs Frankie blows himself up He he fucking <laughs> He infiltrates this lab And they're like Whatever you do Don't press the big self-destruct button You can't miss it And of course The first thing he does Is press the big self-destruct button And blows the whole place up He blows okay. up on a Vegapunch lab So What
2: is Frankie's deal?
0: He's Frank- a cyborg, dude Frankie is a man Who became a cyborg After he got run over by a train he built it. He made himself a cyborg. He, he fucking <laughs> He
1: fucking
2: tackled he a sea train. <laughs> I, 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 wish you could see the look I'm giving uh, my I laptop can't, right I, now. I,
0: in it, no context, it sounds like the stupidest fucking shit, but it's actually really sad.
2: Yeah, no shit. Everything in One Piece is fucking sad.
0: But out of out of context, I just say, oh yeah, he tried to tackle a sea train and then got
2: fucking murdered and then turned himself (laughs) into a robot. Like, (laughs) like, who's run on Coca Cola? That is what I've learned about One Piece. Is out of context, everything in One Piece is fucking hilarious. It's like JoJo. Like JoJo,
0: out of context, is fucking hilarious, and One Piece is the
2: same way. (laughs) <laughs> but then, with One Piece as compared to JoJo, it's everything is sad. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody has a depressing fucking backstory. There's there's no happiness nope. for these people until their dreams are fucking fulfilled. And like whoever thi- knows
0: when the fuck that's gonna happen? <laughs> like the thing, the thing with Frankie is, yeah, he tries to tackle a sea train, but the reason he's trying to tackle a sea train is because it's being run by the Navy, who are taking away his mentor. And going to execute him, so he tries to tackle the train to save his, basically, father. Oh, he left. He left in the middle of my sad explanation. Well, you can go for it. Th- he might have, it might be spoilers, I don't know. It's not, it's he not lo- really. Discord.
1: Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> it, all right, yeah. but fucking, I want to talk, like, the uh, fucking, some of the, Frankie blows Fucking, all right, let's talk about Broke in the time skip, because oh. it's the funniest fucking shit of all <laughs> Fucking time. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's the best. Brooke gets kidnapped by a cult who thinks he's Satan. (laughs) Um... And they worship him as Satan the Dark Lord. And then he gets kidnapped by like another radical cult, and they force him to like perform for everyone. But then everyone realizes, hey, this cool skeleton who could play really good music, and then he goes on to be a a fucking rock rock star. star Now he's
1: like he's a famous rock star. So when he shows up at the time skip, everyone's like, oh my god, it's bro. Oh my god, it's Soul
0: King. Holy
1: fuck. He can't go anywhere without anybody like fucking just wanting to fucking like get his autograph or some shit. Oh my god, (laughs) so funny! (laughs) Fucking has the funniest like time skip story (laughs) by far. (laughs) By far,
0: like it's so funny. Like fucking they fucking enough, like it, it starts on the it starts on this island and this cult is performing this summoning ritual because they want to summon Satan and then Brooke flying in from Saboti crashes through their roof and he's just like what the fuck just happened and everyone's like Satan
1: <laughs> fuck it uh fuck it uh fuck it <laughs> that's very very Sanji's is pretty great too oh uh, god fucking oh, god <laughs> For- poor, uh, poor Sanji. Yeah, Sanji. I do like at the end though, fucking like he he forms like this weird kindred spirit with them. Yeah. Which I find which is <laughs> he funny. Like, he when... Like reaches a higher plane of existence. What happened? No. No. Alright, so Sanji, you know to... Sanji's like a womanizer, right? Oh yeah. Sanji lands on an island of cross dresses, pretty much. And <laughs> fucking and he gets trained by them in the in the, uh, <laughs> oh fuck fucking and it's a sanji when he comes back hasn't seen a woman in like two years so he's literally he's literally the horniest on main you will ever see in your life (laughs) no he sees but
0: he comes back and he fucking just he sees a woman and he fucking just breaks down no like the funniest thing is like he he lands on saba odi and the first thing he sees is nothing but real women, and he almost dies. <laughs> he legit almost dies because he loses too much blood from the nosebleed, and Chopper's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> they're like, "We need a blood transfusion," life. but his his blood type is too rare. <laughs> <laughs> he's a blood
1: transfusion because he literally nosebleeds so much because he just sees a woman. Thank but, God! Know,
0: thank God he gets out of that. By the way. Because that was yeah. the point where I couldn't fucking stand Sanji because they were. Yeah, playing let's it. talk
1: about fucking Fishman actually and Sabodi and stuff when they get back. Fishman's
0: uh, Eye. <laughs> Fishman's Eye uh, it gets better as it goes on. It does. Um, I will agree with that. Uh Return to Sabaody, though, for big six episodes, is a fucking killer little mini arc. Uh, it's killer little mini arc with a fake straw hat that they kinda of, that they completely fucking demolished. I wanted uh, them to die so badly. <laughs> fucking Chop is an idiot in this arc, I'm sorry. Okay, that's the problem with the really early time skip stuff, is some of the characterization is strangely off. Like, specifically with Chopper and Sanji. Chopper, they turn into a naive little idiot, and, like, (laughs) I understand... Luffy, I completely understand him (laughs) believing the fake straw hats are real, because (laughs) it's fucking Luffy, Like he's been he's been known to be like that from the beginning, but Chopper's supposed to be a fucking doctor. You should be smarter than this. His
1: character development was that he was getting smarter throughout the series and learning more about the world. I'm sorry, Chopper. That's like a regression for Chopper. And then you turn him into a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then Sanji Sanji's unbearable. Yeah. Like, it's like extremely in early, unbearable. In this, and then also like early Fishman too, like most of Fishman, he's kind of unbearable. Because he hasn't seen a woman, so he's just kind of a horny a horny bitch the entire time. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: They played too hard into it. Like way too hard. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. But he walks into
1: Fishman and he sees all the mermaids and he's just like Gone pretty was, much, he, like they, the la- end of they
0: land in Fishman, and he sees a group of like six mermaids. And mm-hmm. then he has a nosebleed so big that the blood forms the shape of a mermaid, and he fucking dies. <laughs> and then and, he sees even more mermaids, and he turns into stoned for like two episodes. And I'm like, all right, Sanji, it was nice yeah, knowing right. you. It's nice to you. He, he was like, he f-
1: watches a fish bed. He's like, I found the all blue. I found the all blue.
0: You need to realize your dream, Sanji. You can't die here, but I have. This is the all blue. Are you fucking stupid?
2: Like, literally, Chopper goes
0: up to him and says, are you fucking stupid?
2: Not the all blue, dumbass.
1: No, I it's love the all how Chopper, pussy. I love how Chopper, oh, oh. the naive idiot from last arc, goes up to saji, and it's like you fucking idiot, you fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Fishman's the the best part about Fishman is Jimbei. Mm-hmm. Um, Jinbei is Jimbei, and uh, Jinbei in the backstory with uh, the Sun Pirates and Fisher Tiger—that shit's easily the best part of the arc. Easily the best part. Shirohoshi's great too. Shirahoshi uh, is great. Um, all the members of the royal family are great. Specifically, uh, yeah. Queen Otohime, who I fucking mm-hmm. cry for.
1: Uh, yeah, fucking, um, uh, fucking, uh, Chiyohoshi, by the way, spoiler, is one of the three great, uh, super weapons. hmm Uh, which is a big deal. Yeah, Which means that the super weapons are not necessarily weapons. No. Um... Which we uh, we never even
0: we never even found out what Pluton was back in Alabaster. I think it's like it's supposed to be a cannon. I
1: think from what they from what I understand, it's supposed to be like a cannon. And then there's the other one, which we have no idea what it is yet. Mm -hmm. But we know what Poseidon is, and it's a fucking big ass mermaid. It's a Um, big ass
0: mermaid girl who cries all the time and can control sea kings. So and
1: I actually and I love her. She's adorable. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. Um, the the biggest problem with Fishman is that the villain sucks.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: yeah yeah he's Arlong 2.0 horny
0: um, jones what the yeah, fuck kind of name is horny jones horny jones
1: horny jones. Jones. Jones, jones not horny jones oh it was horny jones that's why i was
2: like Fucking Oda, excuse
1: me. Yeah, <laughs> Hordy <laughs> now, Jones,
0: as <it>, like <laughs> if it was Horny Jones, then the villain would be Sanji. I'm sorry. Yeah, the villain, oh, I mean, the villain and Fishman is secretly Sanji.
1: Secretly Sanji pulling the strings. No, but it's Hordy Jones, and he's not interesting. He's uh, he's
0: literally just a reskin of Arlong. That is well, like way cool. less interesting.
1: And he is very boring. And his, his uh,
0: backstory is stupid too, because it's like it's it's big. Spoilers. It's this big plot point near the end of the arc where it's like, how? why do you hate humans so much? And then Horty just comes right out and says just because. His whole motivation is that he grew up around fishmen who hated humans, so he just hates them too. For literally no reason. Like, I get it. It's supposed to be like how, like, fucking
1: racism is, like, kind of, like, just passed out, like, environmental
0: factors and shit. It's supposed to show, like, you know, racism never goes away and it's generational in it's inherently yeah. generational because you pass that shit on to the next generation so like yeah. i get it but it's just fucking when they come out it's supposed to be this big fucking plot point this big dramatic moment we found out the reason hordy hates humans
2: because he can <laughs> like okay all right that's pretty respectable i hate people why because uh, i want because i want to uh, also his powers
0: fucking... also his powers are stupid literally his powers is just he took too many make me strong pills <laughs> he, he's a steroid addict dude yeah uh, he's fucking just a fucking drug addict he's just like popping pills dude, left and right
2: i love steroids
0: literally okay. literally he he has a f- bowl full of these me be strong pills and he just fucking downs the whole bowl and he just gets really strong that's fucking, just, that's all. That's it.
1: Fucking, although his fight with Luffy is pretty good. His, uh,
0: yeah, uh, Elephant Gatling. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, Red Hawk? Red, what it the fuck makes is Red Hawk? Sense? I don't know, it's never explained. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> fuck is Red Hawk? <laughs> he fucking, fucking Luffy catches his own arm on fire, and it just He works. fucking, okay, context Spencer. He's fighting Hordy. He he stretches cool. his arm out to do like a, gat, uh, a gum gum pistol or whatever. Gum
2: gum pistol. Yeah. He ge-
0: he does the armament hockey hardening, so he's got the black yeah, which arm. Is the, the black arm. Yeah. He brings it back, and the speed from the retraction sets his arm on fire. And the kicker is, it's underwater. It's heavily implied that he learned it from
1: Ace somehow. My question is, how the sense. fuck? <laughs> Because Ace had a
0: devil fruit, and that's why he was able to do what he did. Ace Ace had the
2: flame flame fruit.
0: Okay, Ace, one, had a devil fruit, so he could just do that shit. Two, Luffy has barely seen Ace since they left uh, Windmill Village. So how the fuck would he have gotten to learn that? Three, Ace Ace is is dead. dead. Fuck it. I don't
1: know. It's cool though. It doesn't matter. Cool. Red Hawk is cool as fuck. Whatever. And, it's cool I as he shit. I don't, it again. I don't either so, like, I don't there's think he ever uses of, it again because there's a lot fucking, of moves
2: that he just doesn't use anymore.
1: Well, no, he just doesn't do it. He doesn't do it again because not like he doesn't need it because he can one only do it apparently in second gear, second at uh, it, it, he, and also he doesn't use second gear anymore because
0: he gets because fourth, fourth, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like. So like, so it shows up once and then is immediately irrelevant. So, ba-
2: so basically, what you're saying is, it's like if Goku the SS Blue of fucking, it's the SS only- of well, fucking,
1: it's well, the no. God of fucking, of of uh, of One Piece. It shows up for one thing and then made it completely irrelevant. Well,
2: I was gonna say it's like if Goku could only use the Kamehameha in Super Saiyan One.
1: That'd be really stupid. Yeah, it'd be so
2: fucking <laughs> like, like, okay, Goku, you have this really good move, but you can only use it in your first stage.
1: Yeah, in your first Super Saiyan form. Yeah, no, so not Ascended Super Saiyan, not Super Saiyan three, not any of that. Just no. regular, just,
0: just regular Super ass Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Yep.
1: All right, I think right. we're done talking about uh, your One Piece uh, catch up before we get back because we're going to be talking about more One Piece later, in of War course, D- in more in more detail. Um. Uh, But let's move on. Uh, Sidewalk-ass stuff. Uh, Fucking (laughs) uh, Fire Force came back. uh, Fire Force came back after after a brief hiatus. Uh, And
0: censoring was not nearly as bad as we suspected it would be. A lot of people freaked out over nothing, and the extent of the censoring on Fire Force was there's a one shot that's black and white now, and they dimmed another shot. So and have- oh, and oh, and the, ED, the the ED is completely censored. Yeah, but uh, like it's out there. If you want to watch it,
1: you can. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, and it's going to be all of it's going to be uncut on the Blu-rays report. It's like how my hero in the broadcast dims some of the more the insane, bright, insane flashy uh, stuff. Flashy stuff, but on the Blu-rays, it's completely uncensored. Yeah, they do that because of broadcast standards in Japan. Because of the Porygon incident, they can't have a certain mm-hmm. like light uh at a certain brightness cause it because it might give but... seizures yeah because seizures and they don't want that to happen again
2: Pokemon uh, yeah, because Pokemon is ant- you know yeah. Matt seizures are usually a pretty bad thing. Yeah. Usually. Yeah.
1: Uh fucking uh, even even if no I do believe nobody died from the Porygon incident. Uh but uh but uh, in any case, fucking uh, anything for simulcast y'all want to discuss because I'm pretty sure that outside of one show that Spencer watched, nothing new premiered so yeah, every
0: everything's pretty much going now um, in terms of my stuff this 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 season's gonna be weird because it's gonna be one of those things where I don't see anything changing anytime soon, so I'll basically have nothing to talk about other than of course, your weekly reminder that Fire Force is the best and watch yeah. it. That's pretty much it. Also, he, he, also Spencer keeps dropping. So, fucking,
1: fucking Spencer is going to kill Discord, reportedly. Live from the press. Hot from the presses. All right, let's just talk about some shit while Spencer's gone.
0: Uh, let's talk about our sponsors. Do we have sponsors? Well, Spencer's usually the one who does sponsors. So that's Damn. Unfortunate, isn't spon- it? I
1: guess we don't have sponsors today.
0: Wait, hold so, on. I think I have something... I have, I think I have a sponsor coming in. Hold oh. on. Wait. Alright, here we go. Fresh fresh off the, the press. I got the facts right here. <clears throat> Our sponsor for this episode of The Gap is Toei Animation. Huh? If you want to watch such classic Toei shows like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Kitaro, One Piece, you can watch them on Crunchyroll for $7.99 a month. At... Toei Animation on Twitter to get the latest news on when One Piece is coming out. I don't fucking know.
1: Uh, I don't know. One Piece Stampede's coming soon. Yeah, it's coming
0: out next week, actually, as of this recording.
1: Reviews will probably be hitting. uh, uh, Plot twist. Let's hope it doesn't suck.
0: Um, I don't think it will. I mean... There's been a couple of shitty One Piece films. It's 50-50, so... Let's just
1: and Oda it.
0: is not writing this one, so I mean, have ye
1: of little faith?
0: I have faith you. because
1: I because I've seen the animation on it and
0: it. Uh, what what we talking about? Whoa, he's on his phone Whoa. now. That's why.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'll switch over when I get when it, when right. it restarts. But I just wanna...
0: anything anything from
1: simulcast you
2: want to discuss? Um, Arthur's really cool. And um Fire Force continues to be fucking shafted as shit. The, the best. best and after finishing like three no, yeah, three episodes of uh the ones within um watch it. Genuinely watch it. It's so much better than what all the critics are saying. It is a genuinely good show. Like, I'm enjoying every second of it. And it's surprisingly, like, like stylized, and, like, it looks really good, and the dub actually handles its characterization really well. And it's just, yeah... The concept is dumb okay it's a really really dumb concept it's fucking twitch mixed with a death game you know but the characters are what make this show and the characters are so well played and voiced that you kind of have to take it in and realize that like these people are making this concept seem like interesting because it's no it's no longer just a bunch of randoms dealing with, like, like doing, like, video game puzzles. But it's, like, these people have backstories and emotions and feelings. And, like, they actually deal with each other. And there's, like, intrigue and drama. And it's really, really well done. And I can't stress that enough to, like, watch the ones within. The, one, the Dub, ones I would prefer within...
0: Go ahead. The ones within to me uh, seems like what Twitch is going to be in five years, where everyone's just killing each other for subs. And...
2: I, but that's actually it. They're not killing each other. Everybody and so it's not subs. It's the first it's the people who reach, I think it's like 10 million views or something like that or like a billion views get to leave. And If a person breaks the rules, they're brought to the white room, which is basically like being put in timeout. Um Yes, go
0: on. Yeah, yes.
2: And We're listening? So basically these people are put through sequences and challenges that are based off of a series of different genres of video games. So the first challenge uh, that you actually see, that's like a natural challenge in the game, is horror based. You need to uh, perfor- uh, You need to use a Ouija board to communicate with with, with a spirit, and complete three ch- uh, complete three of the spirit's challenges in order to complete the uh, the genome. And mm-hmm. you can solve it in any way with any number of sorry with Uh, four people any four people can take on any genome challenge you can have more if if you want but the minimum is four and once you complete it you're given like a key and once you collect a certain number of keys you know things get unlocked in, in the tower you can go places that you can't go normally so you have these different types of genre people which are like like I've never laughed so hard because there's a character who um, is a romance streamer. He is a romance streamer who doesn't speak. Instead, he just communicates with his eyes and his gaze. And the first thing he says when they're doing a um, a nurture slash dating sim challenge. Is they're trying to keep like this he- ginormous egg warm, so they they have a microwave, and he just looks at the microwave, and the first thing he says under his breath is silence, and then he goes, "I like deviled eggs," <laughs> and then the per- the man next to him goes, "That's the first thing you say," and he just looks at him and goes, "Ding ding." And it's, it's really, really well done, and I just want people to watch it, because it's it got shafted. Honest to God, it got shafted. And I recommend it to those who uh, want something new and interesting. It's only, I think, the dub's only like four or five episodes in, so it's you're not same missing day. much.
1: It's, so. not, it's a same day, so...
2: Same day dub, so yeah. So, honest to God, if you have time today after the podcast, Matt... Give at least the first two episodes a shot. I'll so see I really what want I can that.
1: do. I might be busy with stuff. So. Yeah, no,
2: no. But just, in general, give give this a shot. It's really good. That's honestly the only thing that I want to talk about because Ad Astra continues to be good and everything else that I watch continues to either be absolutely brutal like Vinland Saga or <laughs> just <laughs> kind of or just kind of fun and cute. So, you know, there you go. I'm switching hey. over to laptop again, so I will see you in a second. Hey
0: all right so i think kill me
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think we're pretty much uh i think we're pretty much done here with simulcast i think so i I got nothing to to talk about yeah let's let's move on to new let's move on to some
0: news right into the news yeah um how much uh, news we got this week buddy
1: oh we got a couple a couple big pieces um our first piece of news is about fairy tale um, oh yes, we know when it's ending uh, now. We know when it is ending. It will be ending on the three hundred and twenty eighth episode. Uh, uh, and they and that uh, they recorded the final eye dialogue for the episode on May sixth, and they took a picture of the entire cast that they could not fit everyone into the booth. That they had to take two separate pictures. Uh. Uh, and the, uh, and this, uh, and P- we are currently, I believe, around eight episodes from the end, eight, nine episodes think, from the end. I think,
0: they just aired 319, so. Uh, three,
1: oh, uh, well, uh, that's in the dub, uh. No, no, that's uh, sub. Oh, 319? Oh, yeah, 319 aired, so, yeah, so we should have around, uh, like, tw- like 12-ish episodes left, uh, uh so yeah, so this is so yep. Fairy Tale is officially ending, so if you haven't seen Fairy Tale, I don't know why you
2: would now but, <laughs> Well uh, it's time for me to get through all Fairy Tale in a couple days.
1: Yep. Fucking uh it, it, and enough to catch up and watch the final episode. Just, yeah. yeah.
0: the, just to confirm the the sub is on three nineteen. So there's about nine episodes left.
1: Yeah, there's nine. Ep- there's about nine episodes left, which is going to be so. If you're a fan of Fairy Tale, don't worry; it's still going in manga form with like other stuff,
2: which is uh, good news for our kind-hearted swordsman,
0: yeah, Josh. And I yeah. mean, Eden Zero is basically Fairy Tale in space, yeah. so just yeah. read that.
1: Yeah, just read that. And of course, you got and uh, fairy Ed, but yeah, Fairy Tale the mon- anime will be ending. Uh in before sequel series announced, uh... Oruto, dude. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, sequel series, uh we finally got a confirmation on a sequel season to a show that we have been desperately wanting a second season towards for quite a while, and that Zombie Land Saga. Yes! Uh, oh we my finally god, finally got news. Did you
2: see the fucking PV?
1: Yes, it is a fucking... It's fucking, uh... Sorry,
2: not, not PV, um... The trailer? Fucking, yeah, that- uh... Uh, no, Thanks. I was talking about the uh... what, what the fuck is it called key
1: That's... visual. Key visual, thank you. Yes, yeah, Kotaro in fucking like
0: with just was... with no shirt on. Just no, it, it, fucking... it's Kotaro in the rain, rain. with his shirt fucking shirt open, fucking... flowing in the breeze. He's just like ah. It
1: looks like stuff made from Free, which is fucking funny to me. Yeah, uh, but it's going to be called Zombie Saga Revenge, and reportedly it is a is not just a show; it's
0: a project.
1: Um. Which makes me suspect that it's more than just uh, a second season. Are we going to actually
0: uh, get a French Shushu real-life idol group? I mean, they do... Yet yeah, they do no, one. No, you
1: don't this understand. Was an, this was do announced you, at, after, right after their first performance, by the way. Do you know that?
2: Well, so, fuck. Yeah, you have not been accompanied as much as I have to the multimedia project <laughs> animes. Um uh, <laughs> Now... Those are very... The only person who is part of the multimedia project train right now is Matthew. Because you yeah. are playing Magia oh, yeah, I'm playing
1: Magia and I have a problem. Don't so worry. If, if
0: you somehow manage to find your way on the banter next week, you can talk about it then. Yeah. But... Now... Uh, <laughs>
2: that's here's unlikely. what this means. We're now going to have Zombieland gotcha games. We're going to have Zombieland merch. We're going to have Zombieland idol shows. We're going to have Zombieland movies and yeah. books.
0: I see a movie coming at some point.
2: This yeah. is a multimedia, which is
0: yes, okay, yeah, yes, 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 Spencer. Yeah,
2: yeah. Fucking, I'm going to murder. Okay, I'm I'm going to kill everybody and then myself. Yep. but All no, right. um, the second season actually. And, ended on a note that that the first season. Fuck.
1: Fuck okay, yeah, cuz I was like the together, second buddy. season from you already.
2: Yes. It in my mind that I've seen the entire second season and it's as good as the first season. I want to see for uh, for, for, uh, for Babby's first idol show. It's a really good starting point.
1: Dude, we all got fucking we did We watched Zombieland Soccer because we had no idea what it was, and we got fucking duped into watching an idol show. Yeah, right,
2: dude. Uh, that. Do you remember the the PV for it, the trailer? Yeah, yeah remember the when the entire marketing lie?
0: behind the show was ju- just we don't know what the show is and we're making it, so fuck. It's a. Um, uh,
2: they lied to us. We got debated.
1: And the first episode of the show is the funniest fucking opening of all time. We fucking oh, just, oh my.
2: I'm, I'm going to become an idol. Bam! where did that back, truck come and then, from? And then Happy Metal music plays as yeah, she fucking, soars through the air. Fucking
0: the Rash Metal starts playing as the opening
2: credits roll. It's like, okay. We're in for something. And then you're like, oh, is this the OP? And then the OP... Comes in, and you're like, w- what?
0: And they're fucking Power this?
2: Rangers? They're Power Rangers now, and and Kodoro is eaten by a giant zombie dog after doing a cool dance. Like, what the fuck is the show, dude? I
1: love the I, uh, lo- fucking. I love the uh, fucking. Uh, I cannot wait. I'm going to watch the fuck out of
0: this. Uh, Can we talk like about how cool that title is? Zombieland Saga, saga
2: Revenge. Saga Revenge? Yeah. It's saga it's like, Revenge? What? Did. Did. Did did Saga get too popular now? And they need to... What if it opens
0: up and Saga's like fucking destroyed? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. The cold open season premiere, Saga's just engulfed destroyed. in flames. Flames, <laughs> and,
2: and, and Kotaro is like on the ground like... Kotaro's dying? dying. Ko-
0: Kodaro, doing? Kotaro's doing a fucking Planet of the Apes like,
2: you maniacs! <laughs> <laughs> you blew it up! Damn Get you, you! Get your damn paws off you, me, you, you damn are... you <laughs> damn dirty zombies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck I love I, fucking I can see no no fucking invented
0: finds out that Kotro purposely burned down Sokka <laughs> in order to- He blew Saka up on purpose as a fucking marketing scheme. <laughs>
2: he's like he's like, God <laughs> damn it, that 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 fucking chicken place is getting too popular. <laughs> But I can to totally up the entire prefecture. The funny thing
1: about Zombieland Saga is that it's an idol show taken to like the most surreal
0: extreme, so like oh, yeah. anything could oh. fucking happen.
2: This, this show made me laugh, cry, confused, excited, ecstatic, but mostly confused. Because <laughs> I'm made, like, what the yeah. fuck are they. Okay, first episode, cool, thrash metal, I get it. Second episode, a rap battle. Hip hop. Hip hop, third episode, okay, uh, idol idle flashbob, you know, whatever. <laughs> why not? And then from and then from there, it's like, what wait, wait, you're saying that Matt that Shane's favorite character became a zombie because she drove a motorcycle off a cliff, off because a fucking she was cliff a chicken. and died <laughs> because she was a chicken. She drove it off a cliff and then it fucking exploded. She wasn't
0: a fucking chicken shit. It didn't matter yes. if she died. All that mattered was that she fucking kept her word. Yeah,
1: fucking Saki is one of the best girls of last year. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, fucking, I, I think it's time we move on. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be
0: talking about this all day if you don't shut
1: us up. Yeah, fucking. Um, big news, by the way, we have launched. Uh, Sunrise uh, has launched a Gundam channel on YouTube. Um... They, a- and they will and they will be and they announced on that they have a new Gundam channel and the channel will reportedly be adding a bunch of it will be available worldwide. It's gonna be worldwide reportedly. Uh, and they've already added a bunch of stuff. They added the first three episode uh, they added the first three episodes to every single Gundam show on the site on there. So every Gundam shows its first three episodes, and along has episodes one to thirteen of Double O Mobile Fighter G Gundam and Iron Blooded Orphans as well. And by and starting every Friday, the entirety of the original Mobile Suit Gundam, the OG, is going to be on YouTube. They're going to add in one episode every Friday <laughs> weekly until it's all on there. That's interesting. Uh, then, so pretty much uh, the pretty much uh, Sunrise is pretty much going to try to add every single Gundam episode that's ever aired on this new channel at some point. Which is very, very good for for those who have never seen Gundam before,
0: I feel. Yeah, I I assume by the time they're done with this, the entirety of all Gundam will be on there. Which is great because, hey, YouTube,
1: it's free. We can finally cover the original Mobile Suit Gundam, which is something I've actually been wanting to do for a very, very long time. Uh... And it's been hard – it's licensed and it's available to watch, uh, but it's only on – but you have to get the Blu-rays to watch it. Mm-hmm. But now it's on YouTube. It's going to be on it's YouTube. Be on YouTube.
0: Did they say dub or sub or both?
1: I, bu- I'm, I believe they're sub only. Okay. Um, which makes which sense because I mean, this is from Sunrise yeah. themselves. Um, uh, which, you
2: know, so yeah. hey – if, uh, if you haven't wa- watched any Gundam, what the fuck? There's a Gundam who is called Tequila Gundam who wears a sombrero Every time. and is Mexican. There's a Canadian Gundam that has a hockey stick. Dude.
0: Every time. Or, yeah, oh, wow well, Just and, uh,
2: because but...
1: Zeta's the best. Also, also, uh, New... Also, uh... Update. I looked. I looked up it up. Uh, it is only in Japanese, but there's no English subtitles right now. Uh, since this just started up, uh, I do not know when there will be English subtitles for this. Uh, so you you was, would
0: hope that they would have them at some point. Yeah.
1: Right now, it nah, is only just in listen ba- to it in pure Japanese. Right now, it is Japanese with no subtitles. So
0: that's like when oh fucking God, Netflix, that's like when Netflix had Attack on Titan it sub with no subs. It was just fucking raw Japanese. Fucking for like I think two the reason years. it
1: might be raw Japanese is because this is technically the Japanese uh Gundam channel. So it is it is from and because all all the descriptions from what I can tell are also in Japanese. So it's this is not run by uh this is not run by the US side of Bandai or whatever. This def, this is obviously is run by the Japanese portion. So, okay. will it ever get subs? Hopefully it
0: does. Hopefully, but, uh... I don't know. don't um, no. know. But at the very
1: least, this is the first... Uh... The, 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 this is the first time that technically the Real Mobile Suit Gundam has been legally available to watch streaming, which is interesting. So... Uh, uh, moving on here, we got a trailer for the new My Hero movie that's coming out on December twentieth. Yes. The reveal that the release day was officially revealed. The trailer will also the trailer uh, also preview that the that the villain of the film will be known as Nine, um,
0: just Nine. Very creative,
1: okay. very creative name. Um, and it will be, and it will have the same staff as the show, of course, of course. Um, and it will, and uh, and. Uh, there's a couple tidbits from the trailer that they uh, mentioned that we don't know when it's taking place, but because from what I can tell, Deku's got the air gauntlets, so it's gotta take place after the culture festival stuff in the manga.
0: This is when Matt started to look way too far into this. (laughs) Well, yeah, we
1: will get confirmation on when it will take place soon. Uh, who knows? But Uh, if if he does
0: have the air gauntlets, then yeah, it's probably uh, post-culture festival.
1: Yeah, because that's when he gets them. So, uh, and he's got the air gauntlets. Reportedly, um, what I find, and also nine, the villain nine was in the newest chapter of My Heroes too, like in a silhouette. So, canonical villain canon? maybe. Can canonical? More canon than canonical? two heroes? Because <laughs> two heroes was big, not canon. It's we- um, it's weird pseudo canon. Yeah. Yeah. Bucket. I don't know what to feel about two heroes, but uh, uh, the official name is but is uh My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. So yeah. so, out in Japan on December twentieth, with more than likely a English release not too long afterwards.
0: Funimation's gonna get on this shit immediately. Uh, if it's yeah. anything like the last movie was, I'm gonna say probably around February March. It's gonna be in our theaters over here. Yeah,
1: and we're gonna watch it, and we're gonna cover it for y'all. Oh because yeah, we're, because we are
2: losers. How <laughs> yeah, else yeah. Are, are how else are we gonna make twelve cents off of our review?
0: Which we don't even make because none of our videos are monetized. Uh, so yeah, none of our videos are monetized. All right. uh, and the, we all dropped our right,
2: front f- word way too much.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. A final piece of news is a big is kind of a
1: big summation of stuff that has happened over the past i don't know fucking seven eight months and oh, it is and it is a it is i think now with the big uh with the big expose that's happened that it was a vision oh, that, okay. that has gotten released i think it's fine we, it, i think we can finally actually fucking talk about it oh boy in some detail because we actually have all the information mm-hmm. now about it and that's, let's talk about the situation with Vic Mignogna because <laughs> no I think I'm we need let, to talk about we we've, I, we've I've, I've, I think we've avoided it for enough time, enough time basically to, since
0: it started
2: we, yeah we, we've avoided talking about it until ninety percent of the facts are proven and stated I'm going to yeah. let you two talk about how this affects the anime side and then if you don't mind I want to talk about the Galo yes. stuff
1: so. Uh so the Vic Mignogna situation came out uh fucking around right after Broly came out uh, mm-hmm. uh where a couple where set uh, se- uh I was, I don't know the exact about cuz uh it's quite it a few like
0: several Yeah se- I'd several say women, several
1: including se- several women including several voice actresses, specifically Jamie Marshy and Monica Rial um came out uh against Vic Minna uh, it, it was claims of sexual harassment, and sexual assault, and actual assault in some cases. Um, and of course, and Vic, and Vic Lignana denied all the allegations. Course, so it was basically a who he, who she said, he said stuff for a little bit. And then he got fired by automation after a internal investigation. And then all this other stuff started coming out that was recently. And, uh, but Vic Mignana in his wisdom decided to sue Funimation. Um and Jamie Marshy and Monica Rial.
0: And uh, also Monica
1: Rial's fiance? Yeah, who's apparent who apparently also came well who, was he was one of the ones who came out against Vic, because purportedly he actually knew all this happened too. So because Rial not all because he was there when it happened. So he knew so he he knows. Yeah. Also, uh, also, what I find fascinating is that this came out yesterday. Um, by the way, is that the staff of a con recently came out and 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 that Vic Mignana reportedly harass, uh, fucking was reportedly harassed one of the the Japanese uh, supposedly harassed uh, Maori Ijima, who is a legendary fucking. Uh, the same in Japan. She's the voice of Lane Minmay from the original Macross. Uh oh, and wow. the reason, Yeah. And she and uh and she was also the English voice in the when they when they dubbed the original Macross. Not in Robotech, uh in um in the original when they when uh A D V dubbed it because Vic Mignogna was also the voice of the uh of the lead in their version of the dub. Uh so that's probably that's why they were at a convention together uh and of course that went south oh so, uh, yeah it did. so shane i want to uh, i'll give shane some time too so he can explain his thoughts on the entire thing because there's been so much out on this
0: yeah um my my thoughts on this are not very complicated uh whatsoever uh, the uh-huh. extent of my opinions on the situation is fuck Vic Mignogna, and that's basically <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, uh, that's where I stand too at this point. Uh, uh, considering that the sides are against him, uh, there's way he he has fucking admitted to shit too. Mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm.
0: that he came that. right out and said he's done some shit. So, so. Uh, he's done some shit, and he's digging his own hole. He's to... digging... That hole's getting deeper and deeper every day, boys. Yeah. <laughs> every time and he opens he's... his fucking mouth. He is
1: also only available... Also, oh, he got hired again by a Christian animation studio run by a bunch of furries. <laughs> <laughs> if
2: that doesn't say your career is revived, I don't know what does. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> all right god damn it. all right
1: so spencer is the legal side though so he knows exactly what he what what uh, fucking what's going on here so spencer
2: mm-hmm so first off i agree fuck you the absolute <laughs> sleazebag victimiana yep but also a hearty fuck you to todd Havercorn for coming out as a rapist. By accident, yeah. and, I mean, and people seen that. see that. People have seen, forgotten about that. By the way, yeah, no
0: one gives a shit because all the Vix stuff happens. Yeah,
2: Todd, you're so. a rapist. You literally admitted to it. <laughs> Are you stupid?
0: Yes, he is. That's the answer you're looking for.
2: <laughs> you motherfucker! You're on Twitter. You're not even under oath. You can lie. You can say nothing at all.
0: He literally did not have to say anything, but he did. <laughs>
2: He's like, Vic, because, uh, so the Todd Abercorn stuff, so Vic and uh, one of the, the women came out and was like, you know, Vic sexually assaulted me, blah, 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 you know, whatever. That type of stuff. And then Todd came in and was like, no, actually, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> really? And <then> it's, <coughs> you dumb bitch. Dumb. Really, Todd?
0: I don't think this yeah. is the best for your career right now. <laughs> I no.
1: mean, it didn't do anything, apparently, so... It didn't, but there
2: are people that still remember that you're a rapist. Nothing happened, that wink, happens. wink. Nudge, nudge, but onto the actual legal side of the argument. So I went through the, uh, the court case uh, procedures. So we didn't have was, to. <laughs> yes. I do the legal work so they don't have to because I actually enjoy the stuff. So basically what Vic is doing is he's suing automation, the company, Jamie Marchi, Monica Rial, and her husband, Tony or Todd something.
1: Uh, It's Um, Ronald Toy, who is as
2: his fiance. Thank you. Her fiance, sorry. And for defamation of character, uh, libel, slander, and he's uh, suing for damages that are putative, um social, and economic damages. So basically he's saying that because of the false accusations put against him, he has lost um, job opportunities, con opportunities, and his career. Therefore, he is suing the company in order to gain money that is respectable to the amount of work he would have done had he, had he not been fired or these false accusations come to light. Yep. That's, that's the gist of what he's suing for. However, you're fucking an idiot.
0: <laughs> if you didn't say it, I would have.
2: Now, okay, what is the one thing I, I tell you about legally? What's my one piece of legal advice?
1: What is your one piece of legal advice?
2: My one piece of legal advice is one, don't get yourself in this kind of trouble because it's really hard to get out of. Two, if somebody asked you a question and your response was, it happened but not like that, <laughs> fucking don't say it then. Don't say that. <gasps> Mother, you live in America where you have the Fifth Amendment. You have the right to refuse self-incriminating statements. You know what he could have done? Every time their lawyer asked a question, plead, I plead the fifth. fifth. I plead the fifth, your honor. I plead the fifth. I don't have to I, answer that. I, I don't I, think I, Vic I, is smart enough for that. Oh, Clearly I, I, not. Clearly <laughs> not, or else he wouldn't have sexually assaulted and harassed people. <laughs> He's
1: trying to rely on his, like, fucking still face. by the way, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. to fucking get him out of it. Which, by the way, uh, his... I, I don't know what, how fucking, his fans, uh, I don't, his fucking, whatever fans he has left are fucking insane. Yep. They're oh, they are nuts. Nuts. Like, I have never now, seen a fan base like this ever. Like, ever. Like, they're absolutely insane.
2: So, first and foremost, aside from the damages that I stated, he's also suing them for the dollar amount of a million dollars. Yeah, just, you know, Plus a small loan of a million dollars. Plus extra money for the punitive economic book. So there are these things called slap lawsuits. And if uh, one of you wants to look that up, S-L-A-P-P. Can you look that up me just to get the actual textbook? I'm um, on it. Yeah. So slap lawsuits are basically they are lawsuits that have no um, – basis in actual legal field
0: okay I have, I have I have I have a definition
2: Thank you what is it
0: A strategic lawsuit against public participation or slap is a lawsuit that is intended to censor intimidate or silence critics by burdening them with the cost of a legal defense until they abandon their criticism or opposition
2: So that is what Vic is doing. bar none that is what he's doing. He's is trying to censor Monica Monocoreal, Ronald Toy, and Jimmy Mergy by burdening them with a very, very costly legal defense until they eventually give up and give him what he wants.
0: So basically what he's trying to do is he's trying to make them spend so much money that they'll feel that it isn't worth it and just drop with all it. the charges.
2: Correct. Now, slap lawsuits are used a lot by high-end celebrities to get people to shut up. Mm -hmm. It's basically, it's to stop them from talking. Well, in Texas, thank God, they have anti-slap laws to stop this from happening. So what the plaintiff, uh, what the defendants have lodged, which is the people that I mentioned, is a anti-slap lawsuit to basically stop Vic Mignogna's lawsuit from happening. Basically saying that, This lawsuit has no legal merit. Um, It's simply to take time to stop us from getting our our voices heard. And if that happens, then he loses the entire lawsuit. He has to pay court dues, which I think are upwards of $30,000 right now. And he doesn't get anything out of this court case. So the judge has to look at this and go, okay, is Vic, Using a slap lawsuit to denote that these individuals have nothing to be heard, and/or force them to quit the defense and give him what he wants. If the judge can prove that, then in the state of Texas, that that slap lawsuit. Law, law. If not, and that motion to get the case. Um, Basically, debarred, not debarred, on um, but taken off the, the, the docket, which is the the legal way of saying, "Hey, this case is stupid. Get rid of it. Throw it in the trash. We don't. We're not going to hear it anymore." If that doesn't happen, then the case goes on, and Vic can continue to press for charges, can press for damages, can press for as much as he wants. However, it's very obvious what he's trying to do. I mean. I'm a legal man, so I know this stuff. But even you, once you read the slap definition, must know that that's pretty trying yeah, yeah, to right? just
1: it, trying to fucking bullshit his way out
0: of this, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty well, obvious once you realize exactly what uh,
2: what's going on. And um, you're an idiot. Yeah, mean, I guess. You're aside. Like, let's just for a second step away. And once again, let's use the term allegation pretty damning at this point, but for your own legal sake, we'll we'll use the term allegations. You're still an idiot. Mm -hmm. You're still the most legally inept person. You hired lawyers. Mm -hmm. You know what lawyers have gone through, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Law school. We know more than you do. Shut the fuck up his lawyer's not even an actual lawyer from what I yeah, understand no. I think he's <laughs> just embarrassed uh, by the way this
1: should have been the end of it they the at the at one of the uh, at one of the at one of the hearings they actually showed stuff on the Funimation investigation and they have video proof um that he's been doing this ah that should have been the end of it right there. It should have been.
0: But Vic Mignogna denied, denied as
1: they were showing it that that was
0: him. He denied video proof with him on camera. Dude,
2: dude there are so many people. He, he So Android 17, the, the voice actor for Android 17. Chuck Huber. Wrote, Chuck Huber wrote an affidavit, a sworn affidavit, which is like a, a, a statement that can be read in court. A sworn affidavit. Explaining that you know Monica is lying, blah blah blah. blah. Vic didn't do it like this, blah, blah blah whatever. But then Vic denied the affidavit. He said, actually, I did grab um, Jamie's hair, but it wasn't, but it wasn't sexual and it wasn't aggressive. She had done her something with her hair, and I thought it looked nice. So your first instinct
0: is to just grab it.
2: Your first instance Ah. is to deny the sworn affidavit.
0: So here's a fucking, here's something Ah. that's defending you, saying you did nothing wrong, and then you're like, well, that's not entirely true.
2: Entirely true. And, like, (laughs) Monica and Jamie have gone against that. But the most damning thing was, aside from that, for God's sakes, Vic, for God's sakes, don't... Answer the questions that are that damning. Are,
0: are you talking, are you referring to what I think you're referring to?
2: Yes, I am.
0: Oh, that's Ooh, my favorite part of the it? whole thing. You want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, let's thing? venture it out because it's fucking hilarious. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Okay, so, there there's videos circulating all over the internet of Vic at the hearing answering questions good goddamn it's so fucking funny the one that sticks out the most to me is when he's asked don't you think that it's kind of creepy for a man in his 50s to pursue a 14 year old and i shit you not his response is well if she's okay with it then i'm okay with it
1: it's like what what
2: <laughs> yep and then there's- he's like <laughs> He's like, "Well, it's not sexual." And I'm like, "That's not the point." <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> That's not what the lawyer's asking. And then there was also, another
0: there was another thing. Sorry to interrupt, but there no, was but... another thing where I think he was being asked about a situation involving two sisters and he's like, "Would you have I sex understand. with would you have sex with the two sisters?" And he's like, "Yes, if they said it was okay." And then he and then he gets followed up with Would you watch the two sisters having sex with each other? Yes, if it was okay with them.
2: Yeah. (laughs) In the sworn. Hey, Vic is a sex addict. He's going to get help. He's going to therapy. Don't worry about it. And Vic went. That's not true. (laughs) I'm not as I'm not going to therapy. He denied everything in a sword affidavit! Uh, uh, this this is your one friend, Vic. This is your lifeline. This is like this is your get out of jail free card. And you're going, no, that's not true. I <laughs>
0: appreciate
1: sure he's like, ah no, I'm not here. Like <laughs> fucking
2: Dude, dude. Huh? The, the only other part that I want to talk about aside from the pawn stuff, which is Hey, if you pose with a For a picture, and a a woman is sticking her head back, like, 15 feet away from you? (laughs) Did you see that picture? Yeah, I I saw it. I I saw it. In the expose? Fuck, that's hilarious. Maybe Mm -hmm. that woman's uncomfortable with you. I fucking...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw a video, too. Uh, He was on stage at a panel, and he just starts dancing with this girl on stage, and, like... You can definitely see that she is 100% uncomfortable with this. Because any chance she gets, she's turning her head away from Vic. But he's yeah. just coming right back at her. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs>
2: it's like, and the stop. last thing that that I want to talk about is Vic fans. Fans of Mr. M- Mignogno. You're all idiots. <laughs> no, you're just naive. You're,
0: you're misguided.
2: Idiots. You're misguided. So here's what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to give you a couple legal pointers to help you out on your journey of <laughs> self de- self-determination and legal blindness.
0: If you think they're going to listen, then go for it.
2: One, an internal investigation is just that. It's internal. internal. They don't have to legally show you anything. So if you're asking for proof in hounding Funimation that that, well, you haven't shown us anything, that's because that's internal. It's an internal investigation brought on by impartial lawyers and people of the court to make sure that internally nothing's going on. If they find something, they, and if they find enough to fire him, then he's fired you don't get to go on twitter and say that's bullshit that's not how that works because i know more than you okay i will pull up the textbook definition in my goddamn criminal code of an internal affair an internal investigation you're an idiot if you think that they owe you anything yeah
0: because they don't they don't that's that's they don't they owe
2: you absolutely nothing two Mr. Mignogna has now gone and, um, on, uh, not defamation. Um, but he's been in many hearings and he's done many talks. Now, what happens in this type of stuff is they put you in a room with a recorder, a lawyer, your lawyer, and the operator, and they ask you questions and you answer the questions as truthfully as you can remember this holds up in court because it is legally binding by the lawyers sent there. If your hero decides to shoot his mouth off during these talks, that's his fault. There's no legal trickery when the transcripts come out and it's just question and answer. And if your answer to a question is, well, if they're okay with it.
0: If they consent,
2: then it's fine, consent, right? Your hero's a scumbag. And Ugh. lastly, this is the most important thing. Harassment.
0: Mm. Stop now, harassing people, you fucking Please, idiots. for the love of God, don't harass anyone.
2: Now, harassment, <laughs> thankfully is a very vague legal term. Yep. It, it it is vague on purpose because harassment is not the worst thing you can do, but it become it can tread the line between being an annoyance and being illegal very very easily.
0: Harassment can so, quickly become assault in the wrong in the wrong yes.
2: circumstance. And you can do, and there are many different types of assault. Your uh, your idol is only being charged with two types of assault, only two. which is sexual assault and battery, aka physical
0: assault. The worst kinds.
2: Yes, you are doing what is known as verbal assault or verbal harassment to these in- to these innocent people, Monica Rial, Jamie Margie, and everybody else who spoke about him. Does not owe you anything. Nope. Okay, they have given their statement. They have been sworn in Monica and Jamie have to sit across a table. Sometimes from the man who made their life a living hell and you people have the gall to go after her and say, she's only doing this for her fame and money. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not one to wish ill will on people. I'm not. And I certainly do not wish ill will on you. However, If you happen to not skip past this part because we're making fun of your yaoi idol boy, then I implore you to think about what I've said legally. Uh Think about what I've said socially. And actually think about what I'm saying as a human goddamn being. Because this man is a scumbag. Todd Havercorn did rape somebody. And the anime industry now has their own Harvey Weinstein. So... Congratulations. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's not great to think about is yeah.
2: it. Yeah, so yeah, Being you legally uh, this is gonna be a, a trip. I'll tell you that, but it's probably gonna be one out.
1: I, I think we pretty much said everything that we needed to say. Yeah,
2: uh, fuck, fuck Vic
0: Mignotta.
1: Fuck Vic Mignotta, and with that. I think it's time we move on to our featured anime of the podcast, uh, which is the, which as you can tell, as you knew from earlier, uh, fucking is the action adventure comedy Shonen battle series, One Piece, specifically the first 53 episodes of One Piece, uh, the East Blue Saga, uh, which is directed by Konosuke Uda and written by Juki Takayami from uh, from Toei Animation and aired in fifty three episodes from October twentieth nineteen ninety nine to January tenth two thousand and one and it's currently licensed by Funimation. You can go find it in the link uh, in the link in the description where you can watch it in both sub and dub, and it's also on Crunchyroll yes. if
0: you so desire, but only in sub. You can watch uh, sub on Crunchyroll, and I believe. Yeah, it's Sub and Dub on Funimation, so go it's to either one of those on places fun. if you want to watch One Piece. Sub and
1: Dub on Funimation and Sub on, on, uh, on Crunchyroll, both languages work equally as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no—you basically just pick whichever ones you want. Um, uh, so, One Piece is actually kind of a complicated series to describe in, in, a, in a little bit, but I'm going to try to do my best. Uh, in the age of pirates, there was once a pirate known as Goldie Roger. He was the king of the pirates and had pretty much everything that this world had to offer, as the opening so magically states. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Marines one day get him, and he is sent to the gallows to be executed and beheaded. And on his and with his dying breath, he states that uh, if anyone wants his treasure, they can go find it at they can go find it uh, in the center of the world, the One Piece. Uh, which of course, uh, and of course, when he and he is killed, and then sus sends numerous pirates, not and uh, numerous pirates, adventurers, and former marines, and whoever, whatnot, to go find the One Piece. And there is more pirates than ever. This will, uh, this show follows one of these said pirates, which is Monkey D. Luffy, a a uh, na- a optimistic, naive yet loyal uh, young man. Who wants to find the One Piece and become king of the pirates? He ate what is known as a devil fruit, which it which gives him the powers of a rubber man. He can stretch his body any way, which way, uh, and he's basically impervious. He's impervious to bullets, cannonballs, all that fun stuff. But he cannot swim uh, due to that, since he ate the devil fruit. And he and and he but and he wants to find this One Piece, but he needs a crew. And this uh, section of One Piece follows him as he finds his crew and you know finds his crew which which includes the pirate hunter Roronoa Zoro who wishes to become the world's greatest swordsman the cat burglar Nami who has a complicated past with pirates and specifically the pirate known as Arlong the liar the the liar Usopp whose father is you know whose father Yasopp is a brave warrior of the seas and he who he wishes to emulate and the cook Sanji, who fights with his fe- fights with his feet and and uh, fights with his feet and also sub- and which is defined the all blue as he as just as he knows what it's like to live without food for so long and together they formed the star hat pirates and yeah, and you probably get the gist of one piece from there
2: uh, oh no, don't worry, Matt I got it. I got up near, okay
1: I swear to there it, I once swear
2: was it. a man named gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. My fortune is yours for the taking, but you'll have to find it first. I left everything I own in one piece. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for one piece, the treasure that would make their dreams come true. Yo. Ya yeah, yo, yeah, yo.
0: Get out of here. Thank you. Thank you for that.
1: Let's talk One Piece. Shame. One Piece. Ah! That's all I have to say. Uh, that's all you have to say. All right. <laughs> Spencer, watched One Piece for the first time. By the way, for this. And uh...
0: yeah, we've 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 indoctrined Spencer into uh, joining our crew, so to speak.
1: Spencer, what did mm-hmm. you think of One Piece? Lie to me,
2: <laughs> or kids lie to me. Oh, four kids One lied Kid. to you
0: so hard.
2: One, is, One Piece is actually good, dude. <laughs> because because yeah, so technically speaking, that I I I lied because this this isn't my first time watching One Piece. I watched all of the four kids stuff, but it was so butchered that <laughs> so butchered. I pretty much watched. I'm pretty much watched One Piece for the first time. Yeah. Um. This show's really, really good. Like show's it is radical, really man. good. I mean, I I knew some of the the pirates like already, and I knew some of the stuff already because the 4 kids dub, and also because I I bought random Shonen Jump uh, magazines as a kid, so there was like a random chapter of One Piece in every ma- uh, ma- magazine. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but the arts really nice. It is really um, nice. This is really good. Uh, I, I I watched it dub. I had to watch 22 episodes in one day in order to uh, catch up and finish on time. But yeah, that's all I have to say for now. Is that Four Kids is a fucking liar, and Sanji does not eat lollipops. He smokes, and this is a lot more brutal than I thought. Oh uh-huh, yeah.
0: Smoker in- is
2: not called Chaser and doesn't
0: breathe smoke out of his fucking open mouth all the time He just has two yeah. big ass Cuban cigars in his mouth at all times He's fucking Clint Eastwood dude Yeah Fuck pretty him. much Fuck, He looks like Clint Eastwood sounds like Clint Eastwood
1: He's pretty much Clint Eastwood except that if Clint which is funny because Clint Eastwood act doesn't actually smoke in real life uh, but, um, but yeah uh, I love One Piece It's my favorite shonen of all time. I'm pretty sure that says everything you need to know about One Piece. Uh, It's so, so good. Uh, So let's get right into it. Uh, Let's talk about our favorite episode of this section of One Piece. Well, this is Uh, easy. (laughs) This is an easy choice. Uh, Easy choice for me as well. Which Which one's your favorite, Spencer?
2: My favorite is episode... Let me just see because I want to make sure that it's the original that I'm using the original, not the uh, 4K stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode twenty-seven. Wrong. Cool, cool-headed, cool-hearted demon pirate fleet chief commander Gene.
1: Oh, the or, oh, the fight with Gene. Gene.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say this right now, and I'll say it again once we once we get to it later. But Perate is my favorite arc of the entire so far. is really fucking good, dude. It doesn't get nearly
0: the amount of love that it deserves. So,
2: Don Krieg is radical. Yeah. But he's also a massive cunt. He's a bitch. And and this this is the episode where uh, Gein fights uh, Sanji. And then Gein's like, I don't wanna, I, I don't wanna kill you and then Don Krieg's like, "You you want, bitch ass motherfucker? You know what? Taste yeah. my poison, bitch."
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: And then they're all like, "Oh shit. Run." And then uh, <laughs> put put your mask on and run. And then Don Krieg's like, And then Geems like, "Luffy, take my mask." I will protect Sanji. <sighs> Except he doesn't die, but I think he might die. Somehow, and then he's like, and then at the end of the arc, he's like, he's like, okay, I I know I'm still poisoned, but hey, Krieg, I'm gonna come with you again, and Krieg's like, mm, sure. Whatever. Fucking, uh, fucking. Uh, I love this episode because man- I. Sanji's fighting style is so cool. It is. It's radical. Because a cook must never damage his hands.
0: He must never dirty his hands. Otherwise, he can't prepare food.
2: Food. I also love how Sanji's whole thing is like, even if you're an enemy, a hungry person is a hungry person and must be fed.
0: He's got good fucking morals, dude. Dude, He he, he wants to...
1: He's just horny on Maine, dude. <laughs> he you no, know, he just wants to fucking eat food. You know, yeah, he
2: just
0: wants to make really good food and
1: share it with people. I love this. F- I love this fight between Gien- him and Gien. Uh It
2: he- took. It also took me way too long to realize that Patty and Karn are puns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fucking also, fucking pearl is a fucking fuck. yeah, I don't know what pearl is. Uh, he never shows up again, so who cares? And what what is it? What, he ha, he t- he set himself on fire.
2: He's somehow. just got
1: fucking
0: pearls, dude, and they do some weird shit.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, fucking. Fuck but shade, I we know the real best. We episode know the real order. answer. It's, it's, it's epi- only one uh, choice. It's episode thirty-seven. Luffy rises. Result of the broken promise. Uh. The A.k.a. the walk to Arlong Park, uh, which is the absolute greatest moment in One Piece history, in my opinion. Mm. I love this moment when fucking Luffy sees what fucking... Uh, it also is Nami stabs a fucking tattoo. Uh,
0: to de- to denounce Arlong, she fucking takes the knife and tears her arm apart. Because she's like, he doesn't own me anymore. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: fucking just stabs her arm. Then fucking Luffy comes in, sees what Arlon has done to her. Fucking puts his hat on Nami's head. uh, Which is a huge deal because Mm -hmm. it's it's, uh, Shanks' straw hat and he doesn't give it to anybody. Yeah, if
0: you know anything about Um, Luffy, he's very stingy when it comes to the hat. So, yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, I think he's
1: he's only given it to two people, and that's uh, Nami and Usopp. He gives it yeah. to Usopp and, and his lobby, um, uh, and Nami's the. And I get and Nami's the. And I think and he gives Usopp under different circumstances. Only time he gives Nami, uh, this is the only time he gives someone his straw hat to chew them up. Uh and he just walks away, and it, I love the cut, too. He gives the hat, he starts walking, and just cuts, and all the straw hats are already there, like, in yep. bad, the bad-ass pose, is ready to go. Bad-ass motherfuckers. And they're just, and, and fuck it, I just, uh, Luffy's just like, let's go! And they're like, yeah. Right, and then just start fucking going, and it's great. And then he uh, fucking, he
0: walks up to Arlong Park and just fucking busts a hole in the wall. He's like, which one of you fuckers is Arlong? Which one of
1: you is Arlong?
0: <sighs> and it's great. It's uh, so good. Uh, it's easily it's- like the defining moment of early One Piece. Yeah. It basically, it basically shows you what the entire show is about in a single episode. There's... There's there's fun pirate hijinks, but there's also really sad emotional beats. And also fucking badass shit. Like the I I agree with Matt, maybe not to the same extent, because I'm not entirely sure if it's my favorite moment in the entire series. But the walk to Arlong Park is something that's just ingrained in your memory from this point on. Like it's so fucking good. With the music playing in the background too. Bump bump bum. Bum bum bum
1: bum. Burr. 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 I fucking i one one piece of soundtrack. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh really good. Mm-hmm. But it, this track is called Overtake. It's one of my favorites in all of anime. Uh I just love I love the track and I love this scene so much. And it Arlong's my favorite arc out of this section. Well yeah, th- that's the easy choice. Uh and I love and I love every everything about this fucking this episode, this episode. I also love her, the backstory episode, like, right before this, which yeah, was, is the
0: <laughs>
1: Bellamere. I cried for Bellamere. Eh. <laughs> fucking. <gasps> Shane cries. Um, One yeah, Piece this is, makes
0: me cry so fucking often.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: bad. Like,
1: like, this shit's great. Alright, let's talk about favorite character, because there's actually a lot of different choices. For
0: there's so... Part. Like, you could easily pick any member of the Straw Hat crew. And it it's completely mm-hmm. justified. Because they all have their own deep, rich backstories. They all have their own unique personalities. They all have their mm-hmm. own motivations on why they want to join the crew and head out to sea. They're all so great in their own regards, it's hard to pick. So. But then there's all yeah. the other characters. Supporting characters, villains, all, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what Spencer's favorite character is because this is it could be anyone
1: let's go with Spencer first who's your favorite character
2: for this section so I really really like Red Hair Chance Mm. I really really like he was one of the first characters that I I, I remember seeing as, as a kid with his kind of jovial attitude his red hair, the, the straw hat, the, the fact that he has one arm, like I really like Red Hair Shanks. And on rewatch I still really like Red Hair Chance but he doesn't do enough to really justify being my favorite for these 53 episodes.
0: <laughs> Just wait until later on, dude.
2: Yeah. Um, I love Dracul Hawkeye Mihawk as well. Mm -hmm. He was another one of the first characters that I remember seeing as a kid, Mm -hmm. with the the awesome, like, like Three Musketeers hat, and, like, the huge-ass sword and dagger, and the fact that he's the the greatest swordsman in the world. He's a fucking dandy man. He's he's a dandy man. He's got that big-ass black sword,
0: but he's also got the tiny little sword and his cross, like... mm
2: -hmm. And he doesn't have a French accent. No. For some reason that the
1: Dub gave that the original four kids. Dub gave up was, um, God for some
2: godforsaken reason.
1: My,
2: it's not my favorite character. My favorite character, according to the chapters that I <laughs> read, just avows his na- his actual last name <laughs> mm-hmm. or first name, technically. I guess. No, yeah. last name. Last name. Yeah. Just say it. It's fucking Sanji. Yeah, I figured. Sanji, Binsmoke. Mm-hmm. fucking uh. the head chef of the Straw Hat Pirates, the womanizer, the 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 uh, black leg style martial arts techniques. <laughs> this man is so cool. He's he's this n- really nonchalant person, and like, yeah, I can go with Luffy. I can go with Nami. I can go with Usopp, Zoro. I can go with with anybody, but Sanji was the, the character that even though he once again sounded like they just got the same voice actor who did Joey uh, in the 4Kids um, Yu-Gi-Oh! series, Joey Sonji, Wheeler! Sanji was the one character that I kind of looked up to as a kid. I'm like, look at him. He can talk to people. He's like this super confident, like, overconfident. But mm-hmm. he can cook. He uses his legs and like does a cool like spin kick, like mm-hmm. tilt a world stuff. He's so awesome. And then watching Berate, how it's supposed to watch in with with, with the animation dub, uh, they could not pick a better person. Eric Vale. Oh yeah, is Eric Vale. Mm. Perfect voice for Sanji, like picture perfect, and that's just added to the fact that he's this kind of downtrodden cook who all he, all he wants to do is make sure that nobody goes hungry and to find the all blue. And he's, he's really sad that he lost that the chef that he works under lost his leg because of him. And it's really sad, but he's this overconfident womanizer who's like, Ooh, is that a pretty girl? I gotta get me some of that. Gotta get in that shit. And Mm. just for all that, he's my favorite character. He he only he only gets cooler
0: from here on out, especially later on when in his lobby when he realizes that he can spin so fast that he can set himself on fire, which is amazing. Fucking dope. Shane thought it was a devil food at first. Like okay going into one piece with little to no knowledge of it whatsoever when i see stuff from later on where sanji's on fire and kicking people i'm like it's gotta be a devil fruit right and (laughs) no hesitation turned to me and said no he spins so fast that the friction from the spinning sets his leg on fire yeah (laughs) and (laughs) And i just gave him like the most he didn't believe me i just gave him the most like cold blank stare i could imagine like
2: what what he <laughs> didn't believe uh, me at first. Well, had yeah. to, to believe and, it. And I also love that like Sanji's legs, you know, yeah, his legs are really powerful. No, he's just super strong. Like in general. He <laughs> nah, just he, once he, again doesn't like to get his his hands dirty. He in perfect. terms of in, in terms
1: of the strength of the straw hats, he's the third strongest of the straw hats. Uh, it's
2: crazy to me when you look at him.
1: I, uh, fucking! Uh, it all depends. Like the fucking uh, weakest of the star has, uh, uh fucking Won't just stop. canonically. Yeah, fucking, It's it's fucking. In terms of weakest to strongest, it's Usopp, Robin, um, of tr- uh, Robin, Chopper, Nami, Frankie, Brooke, uh, Sanji, Zoro, and then Luffy. Yeah um brook's pretty fucking powerful actually uh but he's a swordsman so that's probably why yeah, um, swordsmen
0: in ooh. this universe are fucking busted
1: yeah yeah and also as you'll see above because pre time skip, brook is not like super impressive post time skip, brook is a beast and you'll see as time goes on but anyways uh shane who's your favorite character from sectional piece
0: this is really hard, because like I said earlier, like there's so many great choices and all of them are justified. This is
1: multiple arcs too, and multiple characters get like sexes to shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'll I, think, again, I think out of this section in particular, this fifty these first fifty-three episodes, uh-huh. there's one character that sticks out in my mind the most, and I think we might agree on this. Mm-hmm. But my favorite character in the section easily is Nami.
1: Agreed, yes. Nami is my favorite here.
0: Nami is not only one of the more interesting members of the crew because her motivations seem pretty vague at first, but once Mm -hmm. we get into her backstory, which is easily the best out of the straw hats in this section, by far, she has the best backstory, the saddest backstory, the most detailed one. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you realize what she's gone through with Arlong and Bellamere's death and all of that stuff, you start to really understand how she operates. It's one of those perfect contextualization moments where you see Mm -hmm. what she's gone through and then it recontextualizes everything you've seen in the present. You're like, oh, that's why she acts like that. That's why she hates pirates. That's why she's so reluctant to trust Luffy and Zoro and Usopp and all those guys. Because she's uh-huh. just had too many bad experiences with pirates that yeah. she doesn't feel like she can trust anyone at this point. So when Luffy and the crew storm Arlong Park to save her, it basically, it basically opens up a brand new world for her. Because she's never had friends of this manner that would defend her to this point. Like It's just such a great character arc to see in motion and... Like we already said, episode 37, the walk to Arlong Park. Just basically, it's the defining moment of this section. And it shows just how far Nami has come, not only in the fact that she can trust others now, but the fact that she wants to be a pirate. She wants to go out to sea because she has these people that will back her up now. It's it's just great shit.
1: She wants to uh, create a map of the world, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's her dream. She wants to make a sea chart of the entire world, which has never been done before.
1: Yeah, she wants to create a sea chart of the world and travel the seas with uh, with a uh, with uh, with, her, with her with her ragtag band of idiots. Uh, They're all pretty fucked up. Uh, I-, I love Nami. Uh, she's great. I- the anime did a very smart thing, and I felt just in terms of adaptation because Nami doesn't actually show up. In the manga, till uh, till around like chapter ten-ish, mm-hmm. not until they reach Buggy. Um, in the anime, you see her. She's the first Straw Hat introduced. Yep. Before before Luffy, before all of that, she's the first character we see, and she's on uh, a pirate ship trying to steal. I think that's a very like that's such a smart adaptation decision. Like it's such a smart decision, yeah. Because I because that gives Nami like this kind of like this section, like the East Blue section, is kind of about her,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it gives her all of the all of her all the development as follows her uh, as she goes from stealing from pirates to becoming a pirate. Um, I uh, and also Nami's fucking funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, she's so funny. Fucking, I love how fucking. What uh, Like, she like fucking she's able to... She's the only one that doesn't put up with Luffy's shit. Because, uh, like, fucking... Zoro fucking just lets Luffy kind of do whatever. It's like, hey yeah, I trust them. Usopp worships Luffy, and then fucking Sanji is Sanji. So... So Nami's the only one who can keep fucking Luffy in line. So, uh, fucking... She'll, uh, fucking, Luffy says something dumb and then Nami's like, actually, we're not doing that. Uh, actually,
0: idiot. That's not what's uh, happening here.
1: <laughs> like, fucking, I, I still think, one of the moments that I think like, is during Serb Village when fucking, uh, when like, it was like, we not, we, it was like, we gotta stop Kuro. And then, it, and then all fucking Luffy's concerned about is that, oh, wait, if all the people die, the meat guy might die. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, speaking of characters, there's some assholes in One Piece. (laughs) Uh, Who's your least favorite character, Shane, in One Piece? There's some dickheads.
0: Spencer and I talked about this before we started recording, because there's two very prominent characters that stick out the most to me. One is just ungodly annoying, and the other is the biggest prick. And it's it's really a couple it's it's really difficult for me to pick between the two because they're honestly for me it's tied. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to go with the one that, especially where I am currently in the series, um, after the whole Fishman Island thing gives a lot of context to this character, and you realize, oh, this guy is an even bigger prick than I thought before. My least favorite character is Arlong, because fuck Arlong, right? Arlong
1: is a dick, but uh, he's not my least favorite, because I one, he's meant to be a dick, mm-hmm. and
0: also, I actually think he's a really
1: great villain. Yeah, no, I, I,
0: I absolutely agree with you, but... Mm-hmm. God damn, Arlong. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just does so much shit that's inexcusable, Unforgivable, and then if you think he's a big deal now, just wait until like 500 episodes down the line when you get the Fishman Island and you get the whole backstory of the the Fishmen and Arlong, and you realize, hey, Arlong was actually a way bigger deal than any of us realized. And guess what? He was always a prick who hated humans and wanted nothing more than to kill all of them, uh, and enslave them, and just overall be just a big piece of shit. Just the biggest pile of turds. So fuck Arlong. (laughs) Spencer? I think Spencer died. Yo, someone at him. (laughs) Spencer! Are you breathing? Uh, Are are you still alive? We're still doing a show, dude. (sighs) I guess in the meantime, you can tell us who your f- least favorite character is, Matt. Uh, my least, uh, uh alright, so, you have a feeling, who do you think it is? I have a, maybe it's just because no. I felt like he was very deserving on the spot, but I think your least favorite character is meppo No. Okay, because well. Because Helmeppo becomes
1: a decent character later on, that's and I know tr- what That's
0: true, be. that is very true, but in this section, Helmepo, I can't fucking stand.
1: Uh, it, he's well he you know he, he's not in it enough to that's fucking, also true. Uh, uh so like that's why i uh that's why i'm normally fine with it this was a hard one because the problem with one piece is that even the characters who are dickheads are like they're kind of the, they're the kind of like mustache twirly villains i love so like i love these kind of villains so i can't necessarily hate them like I could go with I can go with Kudo because he's a fucking piece of shit,
0: but he doesn't. But like he's also just a great villain, and he's not he's not around long enough to really set in. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this was an
1: extremely
0: difficult decision because I really could not
1: think of any because I was like I don't know who to pick. So I was like, what character doesn't do anything? And uh, fucking. And, uh, fucking, I'm gonna go with who I think is easily the, uh, the probably probably the most uh, of pro- uh, who I, the, and who doesn't do it probably the most forgettable uh, fucking mainly because of a wasted potential from him in terms of how they could have done stuff with the Marines and stuff. And I'm gonna go with more. I'm going with Morgan. Oh, okay. That's, I'm, uh, uh, Morgan. All right.
2: and Mor- Morgan. Yeah.
1: yeah. Morgan, mainly because I feel like his character, his wasted potential, uh, particularly later, uh, particularly since I know stuff from later on. And that I feel like Morgan is the type Morgan is a character that they could have expanded on a lot more than they actually did, because he's the first Marine villain in the series.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's your first he's, exposure to the Marines. So
1: M- Marines. And I feel like they could have done more with them as opposed to making him kind of a joke. Which I which I get it. It's early on, but the problem with that is it also makes it also unfortunately makes the distinction. And I think this is a problem with a lot of early one piece. Full body was a close runner up with this, by the way, because fuck that guy. Understand? Um, uh, fuck that guy. Uh, and he also he also doesn't do anything. So uh, fucking. But um, his whole, but my whole thing with. The Marines, especially early on in One Piece, is that they are not a
0: big threat. They're at least they're a low town, bumbling group of idiots. Yeah, at least until
1: Low Town, where we meet Smoker. Yeah. Once Smoker is introduced, then the Marine, then you realize, oh shit, the Marines actually mean business, and the this is at like you don't want to get on their bad side because there's some really powerful people there. Because Smoker, because originally Cat, what we don't know the because all the Marines like, oh, we don't know Devil Fruit exists. Uh, so it's like okay, so maybe they're just kind of like you know the, the, they they don't know how this world actually works, and then we see Smoker who has a Logia fruit a,
0: and yeah. a, who
1: had and, it, and not just a Logia fruit, an extremely powerful Lokia fruit at that, who's, who he's very accomplished with, and actually like kind of
0: bodies Luffy. He destroys um, Luffy in lockdown. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so the problem is, so Morgan had good had potential they had a ton of stuff available to him and he's just kind of and that and that's kind of dumb
0: to me he, uh, he's just the villain of the week essentially
1: a villain of the week now of course this being one piece he could come back eventually but it's been <laughs> way too long and i 900
0: think chapters to. later he could show up again So, but yeah,
1: I'm going with Morgan with Alona uh, being Full Body because Full Body's an annoying cunt. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Agreed. Uh, although, to be fa- although I do uh, oh, and I do like the fact that Sanji
0: just kind of beat the shit out of him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kick him in the face a couple times. He's he's gone.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some other stuff that really really liked about this section
0: of One Piece. Well, Spencer's back from taking a shit, so he has to tell us his yeah. least favorite character. Who's your
2: least favorite character? Helmepo is a bitch ass motherfucker. He pissed on my wife.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs>
2: he pissed on my fucking wife. I like so to make an announcement. Making, Helmepo is a bitch ass motherfucker. He pissed on my fucking wife. So I'm he making this call-out
0: post mad, on my So i I'm making a call-out post on my Twitter.com. It's not, it's
2: not, oh. My dick is way
0: bigger.
1: Hell, no, has a small dick. It's the size of this walnut. Small except nut. way it's smaller. Way
2: smaller. Here's my dick.
1: <laughs> That's it right.
2: Big, baby.
1: no quills. No, no pillows. <laughs> no pillows. <laughs> no pillows it like just two balls and balls and balls and the bone. On. So he pissed on my. That's right. I'm gonna piss on the earth. T my
0: laser piss! But I'm going even higher. That's right. I'm going beyond the earth. I'm gonna piss on the, piss moon. On the moon! I'm pissing on the
2: moon, you idiot! <laughs> piss on. How you like that, Obama? You have 23 hours before the piss <laughs> kick droplets. The uh Oh, fuck you, Helmepo, you cunt ass motherfucker.
0: a Cunt, and I hate him.
2: You were you were gonna shoot a child because daddy wouldn't pay attention.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, fucking, fucking. His Carry dad doesn't love him. His, uh, his thats an asshole. His dad's massive. an asshole, and then Helmetpo actually gets better as time goes on. So, yeah. like, that's why I'm like because he because he becomes comes friends with Kobe and he gets
2: the cool ass visor, dude. Yeah, the, uh, the fucking, visor's pretty cool. Wait, dude. does 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 he look cooler post time skip? Dude, well, it's, not, it's not even skip.
0: post-time skip. Like,
1: Dude, he fucking learns the six powers, I'm pretty sure, post skip, and he becomes badass. Yeah. So, like, uh, fucking... That's the good thing about One Piece is that it takes characters who are, like, initially a joke. Then it's like, oh, yeah, they're actually, like, ultra-powerful now. We can actually where-
0: do shit with them. Here's the six powers, these weird mumbo-jumbo-ass abilities. Here, everyone knows them now, I guess. The, only the Marines, because the Marines... Well, there's a couple other powers. characters that do... Yeah, but uh, let's talk about some other stuff on
1: One Piece that we really love. Uh, Cause ah, uh, how about this about. art style?
0: Oh boy, it's beautiful. Beautiful. One mm. early One Piece is really great, not just because of the story being told, but also because of the visuals. Because this art style is the shit, dude. Like. It's super cartoony, exaggerated, it's highly stylized. It just fits the feel of One Piece perfectly. And of course, the art would evolve uh, as time goes on, and we would eventually lose this cartoony edge. But for the early sections of the story, it fits perfectly. Yeah, it's great.
1: Uh, I love the cartoon. I love, I love One Piece's art style. So always looked great to me. Um just even like fucking just it, it looks so it's so crisp, it's so colorful. Um it's stretchy. <laughs> um, uh fucking I lo I, I just I just love the art style. Uh what's interesting about Early One Piece is
0: that the animation is not too particularly impressive, but it's always consistently good. It's very uh, limited animation. But there's never a point where things dip. Uh-huh. It's not like later portions
1: of One Piece where like they save all the big moment like the big animation moments for like certain episodes or moments, and then some of it looks like dog piss. <laughs> yeah. Uh f- uh fucking uh I'm looking at I'm fucking looking at Fishman. Um Yeah, Fish Man
0: Fishman fish production wise was definitely not anything to write home about.
1: Yeah, yeah fucking Fishman had some episodes where I'm just like,
0: ooh. This <laughs> is like a slideshow.
1: <laughs> this looks kind of ass. Uh, but, uh, but what? No, early One Piece never looks bad. And what I think is a good, and the art style, because of because the art style, does look the way it does, even when it is limited, it's still really good to look at. Yeah. And I, I the background stuff is really good. I,
0: ooh, I love the backgrounds in early One Piece. Yeah. I yeah. love this shit, because it's like, it's really stylized, almost pastel drawings or paintings. It's, oh, it looks so
1: good and nice. And, yeah, uh. yeah. Uh, fucking, I also, uh, fucking, let's talk about the action scenes in One Piece, because I don't think, there's not too many in to do action as well as One Piece does. Uh, One, cause okay. I,
0: One, One Piece is weird, because in terms of its fights, it's very stop and go. Like mm-hmm. th- there are moments where things are really heat up and you know punches are being flown and powers are going all over the place, and then things will just stop, and there will be people talking for like ten minutes, talking about like, oh, damn, he's so powerful. How can he stretch I... his arms like that? He must have eaten a devil fruit.
1: Yes, uh, did you did you eat the devil fruit? Yep, I ate the gum gum well,
0: I ate ah, the gum gum it.
1: fruit. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking but at the same time i feel like one piece no one does fights quite like one piece because every fight has thematic weight to it Mm -hmm. every single one there's not a there's no random fight in one piece that happens just because uh that just because like oh we need an action scene every fight in one piece has some kind of significance to both characters who are in that particular fight uh like, because like cuz i think the best example fight is like a lot of the fights in the arlong where every single fight has like a purpose mm-hmm. and every single fight has a and because of that you uh, so because of that there's so much weight behind like wins and who loses uh, particularly of course R-Lupi versus vs arlong
0: is great probably the uh, best fight in this section
1: yeah is yeah, Luffy versus Arlon is pretty great. Uh, Lu- uh Arlon fights with his nose.
0: Yeah. Because uh, he got the pointy the pointy
2: yeah, saw nose. nose. Yeah. Sawners, yeah.
1: Uh he pointy sawnos. Uh uh also I love how Zoro fights an Octopus Man.
0: Uh yeah, Hachi, who I was I'm super back. surprised when three hundred episodes down the line comes back and is like a regular character now.
2: Yeah. And this it's like, show looks really good. And so this it does show look really good. It sounds so really good like, too. Like 1999? Yeah, 1999. Yeah, 1999. This holds up 20 years later. Oh, absolutely.
0: Like this, absolutely. this art style definitely has that timeless feel to it. Yeah,
2: it's something that that when they stop doing cell hand drawn animation, it loses a lot of its timelessness. Because mm-hmm. when you start doing like computer animation when it first came out, you could tell pretty jank. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Alvida for becoming hot. <laughs> right, dude. Okay, that's a that's one of the
1: funniest things in One Piece. I well, absolutely.
2: I'm like, this fat bitch gross, and then she <laughs> comes. I'm like, who's that hot chick? And it's like, uh, what?
0: It's Alveda She just lost all the weight somehow. Because because because
2: of her of her no, she ate a devil <laughs> couple no, fruit. She ate, she ate she
1: this and she's now uh and and her whole and the devil fruit her devil fruit power is that she's fucking hot.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. I forgot about the devil fruit actually. Uh which the
1: is funny as fuck. By the way, let's talk about Buggy and he's the who's the best recurring villain in this show. Man. Um, unironically Buggy Man. Is insane.
2: Love Buggy. Also, Buggy made me laugh. Cause it, cause I'm like, okay, well, you know, fire the buggy balls. Like, how do you, of, how how do most of these people get their uh, their devil powers? Well, Luffy just ate a fruit, just fucking just ate hungry. it, just ate it because he, he was hungry. Buggy baby laughed the most after eating a fake devil fruit. He wanted to sell it and then also get treasure at the bottom of, of the sea, but, but then Redhead Sh- Shanks scared him. So he ate it, and then he's like, Fuck, I can't sell this fruit, and now I can't get to the bottom of the sea to get that treasure. This is bullshit. I hate you. The entire Fuck the in
0: the entire gist of Buggy's character is him just thinking he's hot shit and nothing works yeah. out for him. And he just turns around and he's like, Fuck You know what the funny thing about Buggy is that he thinks he's hot shit,
1: but everyone but I okay. My favorite part of Buggy's character comes in. At the time skip. Because this shit with Buggy... Okay, because uh, I think Shane knows what I'm talking about. Fucking... Because Buggy is in the Summit War stuff and mm-hmm. does nothing. Does absolutely but, nothing. But the, the Marines think he does everything. <laughs> and then he just what? gets a huge and fucking he becomes bounty. a warlord by what? mistake. <laughs> it is great. So...
2: So they just fucking just believe that he's, you know, yeah, literally, the literally
0: fucking believe that Buggy's this ultra powerful pirate. Literally, here's what happens: the whole thing at Impel Down happens. Luffy breaks well buggy breaks out of impel down with luffy and he starts commanding all the prisoners and the prisoners buy into his bullshit so they think he's this super powerful like pirate god and they follow (laughs) him to the world's end and then because of this the world government is like wow buggy's actually a fucking threat we should probably do something about this but he's literally done nothing (laughs) He, he just he just fucking falls into the position he falls into it because they need a warlord, so Buggy's like,
1: yeah! <laughs> no, I'll and, oh, and you know what's funny? It's because after that point in the time skip, because he's a warlord now, Buggy has the biggest fleet in the fucking, out of any pirate in the fucking Grand Line. Yeah, because he fucking,
0: uh, he, he's got his original crew, plus all the prisoners of Impel downfalled him, plus a bunch so of other fucking people. fucking failed upwards. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> plus fucking. Alvida and Virtues with him now. So it's yeah. like Yeah, I'll be oh fuck it up. I love
1: Buggy. Buggy is such a funny character. Buggy's so great. Just, he's genuinely one of the funniest characters of the piece. Genuinely one of the funniest characters. Buggy in the is
0: life. one of those characters where he shows up almost immediately and you think he's a fucking joke, but he just sticks around. And you're like, oh, not this guy again. But after a while, you start to endear to him. And then he's actually fucking dope as shit. But he's a fucking, fucking uh, idiot. Fucking, he's a fucking idiot. I
1: love fucking, I I, I fucking, I think, uh, who's the, we- who do you think is the weakest? Uh, I mean, Mor- uh, Morgan is probably the weakest villain out of the bunch. But I'm talking main arc lines villain, the biggest villains. I'm not a huge fan of Don Krieg, not going to lie. Yeah,
0: Don Krieg's pretty generic, all things considered. Fucking, I love the fact that he's just got a lot of guns. He just has Uh, a lot of guns and poison and spikes.
1: Yeah, and I do love his reveal and how it subverts expectations. Because, like, they're building up Don Krieg. as the most powerful pirate in the East Blue. And he has a massive fleet. Uh, But then we find, but when he shows up... His fleet's basically been destroyed. His main mine ship is like done for. And his fucking he's fucking like on like the brink of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is a very clever way of subverting expectations with Don Krieg. Uh, and then we find out what happened to it and we meet Mihawk and hoo. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> um, who, by the way, uh I found out while I, I, re-watching this, this stuff for uh, the podcast, I, I realized why his sword is black, and I felt like a fucking moron.
0: Okay, I um, have a feeling I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I'm not entirely sure. I
1: Because uh ornament hockey. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, fuck it. I think he, I think he uses Armament Hockey. He uses Armament Hockey
0: on his sword and that's why it's black and also nothing can fucking touch it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think so. That would make uh, cause, sense. Cause, remember, Armament Hockey goes, can can affect swords too. Like, yep. Zoro can use Armament Hockey on his swords. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fucking Zoro's great. We haven't talked talked about Zoro at all.
0: Zoro is the boy.
1: Zoro's great. I love Zoro. Um, fucking! I love his introduction.
0: He's just fucking on. He's just fucking he fuck- tied to a cross. He's just like I'm gonna die,
2: and yeah, he, and then he's like, "Oh, I can't. I have to. <laughs> I have. To. I can't.
1: I made a promise.
0: Give me the food. Hey, you know that rice ball that the asshole threw on the ground and stepped on? Yeah, could you feed that to me? Why it's been on the ground? Just fucking do it. <laughs>
1: And he eats every single last grain of rice. Uh, and, uh, fucking, uh, fucking... I actually, I also want to give a shout-out to actually one of my favorite characters in the entire series who I don't think gets enough love from people, and that's Usopp.
2: Usopp!
0: Usopp's uh, Usopp. Usopp. great. Right. The, um, the
2: legendary liar. The,
0: the, the sniper king, uh, later on. The uh, sniper king. Uh, <laughs>
1: I cannot wait for Shade to get the Dressrosa. By the way, cause oh god, the Sniper King come back. No, oh d- dude, am I not Usof ready? Is the King? What happens with Usopp is simultaneously badass and simultaneously fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, wait. fucking, it's so dude, uh, fucking. He's also he. Be, let's just say that he becomes the only Straw Hat outside of Luffy who actually has a nickname on his wanted poster now. Um, oh.
2: Which Wait, means that Usopp is known as the, the, the sniper king. Uh,
1: well so king. Yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> dude dude fucking in his lobby used funny. Fu- fucking fucking uh, fucking it's the funniest shit. Um but uh but I love Usopp in this part in this section because it he he like he he's like one of those characters who's constantly like says he's a coward, but he's actually like not like at all. Fucking, he's like he he does like he like he's the character. He's like one of the first characters like to lay down their lives for like his crew, mm-hmm. and that may and uh, to me, uh, fucking, I love those type of characters who like they say one thing, but in reality, like they are another, like they do like the exact opposite. Like, Usopp is, like, constantly, like, saying that, like, he's gonna run away, or he's scared, but he's, like, always the first one up, and, like, he's always the the first one to fucking fight. He's always the first one.
0: Usopp, Uh, Usopp at first comes off as a coward, and he claims to be a coward, but when the going gets rough, Usopp (laughs) is always the first up to bat, and that says volumes about him as a character, because under that surface-level cowardice... There's a dude with a heart of gold, super courageous, intelligent, knows what he's doing. It's mm-hmm. just, there's something that's holding him back from reaching his full potential.
1: Yeah. And fucking, there's something holding back. Yeah. Usopp's one of the smart uh, fucking straw hats. I've always fucking uh, agreed on that. Cause he's like fucking, cause uh, fucking, cause Sanji's also pretty Like fucking, like Sanji's the strategist, of course, of the crew. Yeah. he's a fucking genius. Uh, but fucking uh, Usopp. Usopp's extremely smart because he excels at pretty much. He's a jack of all trades because he can do pretty much anything.
0: Well, I mean, uh, he's, I he's the shipwright he's such... for a long time.
1: Yeah, um,
0: and, but, but he... like even,
1: but even is then, he... like he also could, like he he, he also can like, helps chop her out with, like, the doctor stuff, he can cook as well, fucking he has, he does pretty much everything, he's pretty pretty much, if you need somebody and you can't get the person on the crew who's, like, the best person for it, you get Usopp, because Usopp knows exactly what, because Usopp will do it, and he'll do it well like, he's, like, he, like, he's a like he's uh, like, the, the, which is why I like he's one of like the most essential members of that crew. They would not live without Usopp. I'm sorry, and like, I they mean, would you, like
0: you see that happen in Water yeah. Seven. Like life without Usopp, and the crew basically falls apart at that point.
1: Yeah, Usopp is one of the and I love Usopp, and I love I love Kaya. Kaya uh, is I, great. She's a Small, sickly girl, and she's so cute. Uh, I I love Nojiko, Who's bay um hot <laughs> uh, nojiko is pretty much like nami except that nami had a sass uh, and nami's got sass but uh nojiko is just all sass uh fucking i love a fucking i love i love the fucking dog uh fucking Choo-Choo. oh choo- fucking Choo-Choo? 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 Choo-choo. Fucking- Choo-Choo is
2: the best. Choo-Choo's like my... Master said you'll be back, so I'm gonna just stay here.
1: I'm just gonna just protect the, the the pet store. I'm
0: gonna protect pet store, and anyone who even dares to get near her he is gonna fart, get his face fucking fart. ripped off. Fucking, I
1: love how he fucking, fucking just fucking eats Luffy's face. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, fucking. anything, uh, any criticisms y'all have about this early section of One Piece? Let
0: <sighs> Here's the well. thing I, I try to think of things that are wrong here. But none of them are, like, super big issues. Like,
1: I can talk about the fact that some of the pacing is a little off at points.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's really the main issue, is the can, pacing is a little I wonky at times. I can say
2: that some of these arcs didn't need to exist or could be... Truncated? Art- truncated, yeah. Like, like Romance Dawn does not need to exist. It's three episodes. And fuck it. Uh, no, any. like say so, like, so you're
1: gonna be truncated like, to like two episodes post of three.
2: Or or just remove Romance Dawn, put it with Orange Town, and then where do we get it? Also combine so, them. Yeah. Combine them and you can also truncate because some of the stuff doesn't need to be
1: Fucking, I think if fucking, uh, I do, I, I agree with most people on this, and I'll say this that One Piece does not really get good till Barate. Mm-hmm. Um, I can agree. It, with that. it, 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 it takes a while uh, to get good, to get like Ooh. really good. Like it's always good, but like it's not till Barate, in my opinion, that the show really kicks off. Because um, Barate is the first major, because Barate is great. Mm hmm. Uh, and that's like the first like arc that I'm just like okay I I, I love
0: this show. I am all uh, in on this shit.
1: Yeah, cuz cuz yet yeah, cuz yes the first couple arcs are good but they're kind of small. Uh uh but then Barate happens and you get this and you see some shit, you see the stuff with Mihawk um and it's great. And of course Arlong and Loguetown, yeah. which are both fantastic. Yeah. Um Uh, fucking Logtown. You didn't like Logtown initially, and I fucking...
0: Okay. Can you blame me, though? (laughs) Like, Logtown is one of those purely set-up arcs that doesn't pay off until way later. So, Mm -hmm. on initial viewing, I wasn't a huge fan of Logtown, because... It just felt like things were happening that didn't really matter for the most part. Of course, I'm a fucking idiot, because 300 episodes later, Logtown is all of a sudden the most relevant fucking thing on the planet. So Yeah, fucking... It. It's, re- it's,
1: re- it's relevant, and I argue it's also the most important arc for Luffy in this section, because you see the connections he has to Gold Roger. Um, Gold B. and Roger. S- he is basically... The, he's pretty much
0: the reincarnation basically.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also, I think, is that where you meet Dragon?
0: Yes, that's where you meet uh, Dragon,
2: who
1: has wind powers. I don't know. We don't know. D- fucking weather powers. Do I don't we, fucking know. Do we
2: actually know what Dragon? Nobody do? knows anything nope. about Monkey Dragon, dude.
0: Okay. Dragon is just the the. the he's just there. He is just, just an ominous presence.
1: Boy. All you need to know is is he's the head of the revolutionary army.
2: The army. And that's and it. That. And I do know who he is.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, he's he's Luffy's dad. He's Luffy's dad, yeah.
2: spoilers. Uh although
0: Smoker kinda hints at it in the Yeah, Smoker too big of a, it, a plot twist. That. And that's that's why now I've kind of done a 180 on Log Town, because all of a sudden all those events are so relevant and poignant. At the time they weren't because I was like, what the fuck's happening? It's just it's, it's, it's lockdown, it's a smoker dude. I wasn't even a huge fan of smoker to begin with, which I feel like a fucking idiot for that. Cause now I have such a soft spot for that man. He's fucking radical.
1: Yeah. fucking, it uh fucking uh so uh, I think are we pretty much done? Do we have, have we talked about like everything we needed to talk about or Does we...
0: anyone have any actual issues with this section? Outside of some, outside of like it take,
1: outside of it taking a while to really get going, not really. No. Uh, I think uh, it's, I can I, point to, I can point to problems in later arcs of One
0: Piece, but not this particular section. I think it's time for final scores, then. Yeah. So, sh- Shane, mm. it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard because it's not perfect by any means but
1: it's one piece it's
0: one piece (laughs) there's nothing really super inherently wrong with this section other than like we said a couple weird pacing things here and there but it's never anything that takes away from the enjoyment It, it never holds anything back this section perfectly encapsulates the spirit of the series and is a great starting point so fuck it i'm gonna give it a 10 i don't care I'll give it a 10 because it's a perfect starting point and there's so much stuff here that becomes so much more important later down the road. It's just great. This is the perfect start to series and honestly, one of the best starting sections in a long runner I've seen. So, fuck it, I'll give it a 10. I don't care. Hi,
2: Spencer. So, here in lies my issue, Okay. I really, really liked it, but I'm going to compare it to another long runner that I've seen, Bleach. Mm-hmm. And let's specifically talk about the first arc in Bleach versus I'm going to do the first three arcs in... Uh, One Piece. One Piece, because it's around... Uh, so like episode take, count? Yeah, episode count. It's like, what, the first four arcs would be around... First, first, uh, first
1: uh, if you're wondering, the first Bleach is the episodes, and the first goes up to
2: episode 18. So, so close enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, the first arc of Bleach, in my opinion, is the greatest opening arc in Shonen history. It sets the tone perfectly. It sets the characters perfectly. It sets up the world around you and what everybody's goals are. And up to Syrup Village, you get that in one piece. You get characterization, you get a lot of stuff. And all of my, my issues are so minor, that, and I'm reminded of the fun that I had watching this, that I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 first 53 episodes of, of one piece are perfection in writing in music in characterization it's perfect
1: well, there you go fuck it yeah fucking um y'all know what i'm giving it uh it's a fucking 10 uh because one piece is the best show never written that's all you need to know
0: yeah i can't i can't uh, really argue with that honestly
2: yeah. But uh, I, can, I, don't uh, even, I don't even have to do the the math on that. That gives
1: us an yeah. average score of a ten out of ten. No fucking uh can, One Piece is the best show i have ever written. And I've always stand by that. Uh no one does long form storytelling like a No one. No. Nobody does. Um uh maybe except Mira from Berserk, but he doesn't write. So I have, like, um so with that. Uh, I think it's time we pick our next featured anime of the podcast, which since this was a meta on the randomizer, and if you don't know how this works, uh, we constantly rotate between a pick from me and Shane, and then a randomizer. One Piece was a meta on the randomizer picked by Shane, which means that this week, it is a my pick. uh, Which was initially going to be Attack on Titan Season 3, which has wrapped up. uh, Which has wrapped up. However, due to recent events, uh, I have decided that it would be best that if I save Attack on Titan for later, um, and instead we're going to be doing a Kyoto show, a Kyoto Animation show, on the podcast, as I feel that we need that in order to uh, in order to uh, give our thanks and to celebrate the work that Kyoto Animation has given us over the past couple of years, and I mold hard over what show we should do for this because there is a lot of great. Great Kyoto Annie shows we could do, mm-hmm. uh, but the one I decided to go with as I is a show that I think best represents Kyoto Annie as a company. The one that I feel that if I had to recommend one show that is Kyoto Animation in a nutshell, this would be the show I would recommend people watch. It is a consistent member of my top ten anime of all time. Uh, it is the show uh, – it, it is a show that – it is the single piece of media that has made me cry the most. And it is, in my opinion, Kirota Annie's absolutely most f- – finest work. That, that is the finest work they've ever done, and that is the 2007 uh, comedic drama Clannad. Uh, where we're going, be covered, we're going to be and along with this 2008 sequel, Clan Ad After Story. We're going to be doing both seasons here because it's impossible to talk about both ones. It's impossible to talk about the first Clan Ad without After Story because they're so interconnected in terms of just one series. Uh, so Shane has never seen Clan Ad, neither has Spencer.
2: I uh, saw one episode when I was like Fourteen and Babby, I get anime days where it Babby didn't appeal to him
1: at all. Yeah,
2: no. And as Matt has told me, this is going to be a show that I'm either going to adore or I'm going to despise.
1: Yeah, there's a little, yeah, but. uh But uh, I I'm excited. i wait for all of you to experience Clannad. I'm ready uh, to fucking cry. Oh, I, I think Shane might be kobato's. Oh, I'm g- fucking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you guys know how emotional I get with anime, so you you might not hear from me for a while because I might be dead. Shane, Shane,
1: uh, this made me cry harder than Wolf. That's all you need to. shame oh no, that's that doesn't bode well. I said when I when I say this is the most I've ever cried at a piece of media, I I meant it. Uh, that doesn't bode well for me. I'm gonna basically be mess. the entirety of uh, the the basically the entirety of app. Oh yeah, I was bawling the whole 24 episodes pretty much. So like
0: consistently all 24 minutes of each 24 episode. Uh
1: not not like all 24 but like consistently just constant tears. Like so, the tears
0: like, never stopped pretty much. That doesn't bode well for me. I might die, boys. This might be the, this might actually be the <laughs> last mi- appearance. This of might Shane be on. the show that finally does me in.
1: Well, Shane enters the podcast. Shane joins the podcast. Hi. I would like to
0: leave the Gap. <laughs> I, I officially I officially not- submit my resignation from the Gap podcast. <laughs> Fucking uh, you have killed
1: me. And with that, I think we're going to uh, wrap up here. I'm your host Matt, aka Legion, as you can find me on Twitter at CatStanAccount. Uh, <laughs> yes.
0: uh, oh god, that uh, did change. Uh-
1: no, it's not changing until the movie Cats comes out. Yeah. Um so,
0: Go go follow him on Twitter stand... if you want to hear a bunch of a cats. bunch of propaganda about cats.
2: Cats No. We, uh, we stand one Andrew Lloyd Webber piece and this is it. We we stand cats. Uh fuck Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it's out of cats. Out of character. I fucking despise cats. I hate it. I, hate I, I know it. nothing
1: about cats. You know, I know I nothing other
0: musical. than that trailer looked awful and amazing <laughs> at the I same time. The Let me break Kayfabe right now. Fucking
2: cats. Yeah. I'm going to break Kayfabe real quick. Fuck you if you enjoy cats. That musical's terrible. That musical's so fucking bad, dude. Andrew Lloyd Webber is a terrible playwright. But, but I actually like Phantom, though. Like, what? He didn't do Phantom the Opera. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. Oh, fine. Andrew, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber Weber did fucking...
1: Uh, fucking... Andrew Lloyd Webber did fucking Phantom, dude.
2: In that case, Andrew Lloyd Webber, you're okay. He made some good stuff. Cat yeah. sucks. He also did Jesus Christ Superstar, so, like... I watched that once when I, in my Catholic fucking
1: grade school, dude. Yeah, fucking... But in any case, go find me on fucking Twitter. I'm a- where my video
0: is being held hostage by Sony, and I need her help. Yeah, um, someone, someone send, someone send the army after YouTube to release the video.
1: And I don't know when it's going to come back because it's Sony. So, Ugh. um, uh, with me, I have my co-host Shane, aka the Beard. when you can find him on Twitter. Where you find his One Piece journey continuing today, tomorrow, whenever he finishes of uh, all up. time, forever. Fuck it, uh. Fucking, he's about to enter Punk Hazard. Um, uh, and he and you can also find him on YouTube where he posts uh, gameplay videos, podcasts, uh, unboxings, all that fun good stuff. Uh, with me, I also have my co-host Spencer. where You can find him on Twitter at Billy Burton with two E's.
0: Two E's. And, yeah,
1: and he and he posts random shit all the time, including he pictures might, uh... that are not, that are not very safe for work, but
0: not really
2: to tweet something right now. Oh, oh shit. Well, go follow oh,
0: him shit. on Twitter at BeeryBurton2Es to see what that's about.
2: It'll probably be like
0: four days old by the time this goes up. But Yeah,
1: but whatever.
0: Um, uh,
1: with that, I think it's time we wrap up here. Uh, I hope you had a good time listening to us, and I hope you have a wonderful couple weeks, and we'll see you next time for the
0: sob-inducing
1: tearjerker that is Clanad.
0: Yeah, so. You guys ready to watch yeah. me die? Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> we'll see you, ready. Time,
2: <laughs> see you next and time then. See you next time, folks. Tweet sent.
0: Cool. Awesome. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to the Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
2: I go